1: This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Good stats. But this week in league, uh, New South Wales will get a longer sentence under Paul Gallen than you'd get for shooting your girlfriend in South Africa.
2: Salt shortage imminent in Western Sydney as the Tigers prepare to lose because of origin for the first time in years. The amazing unsackable Ava commences his next bid for disgraceful unemployment, and we preview all the action for round 18 of the 2016 NRL season. More and more this week in league. Welcome to episode 229 of This Week in League, on am mate. And I'm Jay. What's happening, my man? Mate, well, it's got through uh, end of financial year, relatively unscathed. <laughs> got, through,
1: got through fucking the battle of the dads
2: too. Like, yeah. I didn't even, re- like, didn't even
1: think about that. <laughs> the child support cup. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about like, yeah, you had like the taco bet with, you know, biggest tiger and stuff. And um, t- totally, you know, I guess it's because, you know, the tigers are only your second team, but <laughs> 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 totally, yeah, I mean, he, he certainly
2: let you know about it, though. It was, he let a motherfucker um, know and a couple other people did too on Twitter It it is he is like real dad who needs to come back and make sure everyone remembers, yeah, he remembers him remembers it and, was his oh,
1: I'm your dad I'm your dad
2: <laughs> whereas stepdad just sits in his lounge room with his feet up on his couch watching his TV banging yeah. his ex yeah. <laughs> you like yep. that <laughs> well done real dad you're his real dad go for <laughs> it now go and get me a beer out of your real dad's fridge <laughs>
1: Well, I go and put a fucking load into your <laughs> into your real mum. <laughs> um, uh, welcome to all our new listeners. What a great start to your fucking journey on this week in the league. Um, and as we always say, you know, give us a shout out if you're a new listener, and you know, we'll, we'll uh, you know, give you some love and get some new followers and stuff around you as well, so you can sort of become a part of the, you know this this tool nation juggernaut that just can't be stopped. Um, and speaking of those people, Auto George at Auto George. I just came across your podcast and gave it a crack for the first time. Talking shit and rugby league, my kind of listening top stuff. Sounds. I like the cut of his gym. And he sounds like exactly the sort of person...
2: Sensationally individual. We want, ...that
1: we want around this show. Do yeah. we know what his team is? We don't, but I'm, I'm sure we'll find out now. Auto uh, George, you're part of the family now. Uh, everyone, get, throw him a follow and everything. Give him a welcome. And I know uh, yeah, we retweeted it, the, the tweet and everything like that as well back when he sent it uh, earlier in the week or late last week. So...
2: He's probably got a couple of people feeling, you know, getting around him already, but uh, yeah. Get in there or we'll find wish. out. Tell we'll... us who your team is. Yep. And get out there and make broad, sweeping statements of victory for your team before the game. If you put an asterisk on it, you can't be
1: wrong. Exactly. You can't, you, you can't be wrong, man. It's a, be- it's a beautiful thing. It's just, it's just a catch all. Like. On the eighth day, God created the asterisk. Well, finally, it's like, why, why don't people use the asterisk even more? I mean, like, yeah. Oscar for stories. <laughs> like,. I didn't mean to shoot it. Asterisk. asterisk. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was terrified. Asterisk. <laughs> um, Voodoo Rock on Twitter said so, a no, new item for you. Now, Serena is gone. Um, I, the Serena burger, of course, he means from KFC. Ikea Japan introduced a new hot dog to his menu. And, like, I'm printing out tonight, so the photo's not going to show up too well. But it's a. A very long hot dog from
2: the look of it. The only thing... <laughs> in a black bun. The only thing that's not the original colour in that photo is the mustard. <laughs> it's the mustard.
1: <laughs> well, tomato sauce, I suppose, yeah. But, um, the, well, see, it's a contrast, though, too. Like, that bun is, like, black, you know. Oh, you it, look at it's it, you know. black. It's black, because it's... Yeah. See, it's the, that, that, that light stuff there, that's because you know, it's it's the reflection It's so black.
2: Yeah. It, um,
1: look, it's like that Congo black.
2: I, I don't know what the fuck is the... Now, I'm going to say the, the shade. Yeah black food um but is it appealing am i wrong
1: i don't know like look look i get you know like squid ink risotto and stuff like that i get that yes because it's an ingredient and it tastes unusual and it's not there for the color per se like it's just you know it's a thing it looks like the bread's moldy yeah well no that doesn't look moldy it It looks really really fucking old and it's because it's so it just look. it looks so fake because it's just so reflect like it's shiny it's glossy yeah like yeah Japan doesn't doesn't fucking surprise me at all no and like these and like those Serena burgers they kicked off in like Asia like something Malaysia or somewhere at first I think really but Korea or something like that yeah like that I think that was the first place they did the black one or it could be fucking Japan too for that matter because like they, they don't mind but um yeah I, I did... I hope they have those Serena dogs down at fucking Logan, though. There's IKEA nearly about to open up there, like two minutes down the road. Oh, that's so right. There is too. It's very close from the look of it. So, um, yeah, fuck. Get the Serena dogs in there. I'll go down there and pay for a road I, test. I'll that one.
2: It's, the, it's yeah. now the, the Serena-LeBron combo. Yeah. Because the dog itself is black too. Yeah, Is it? Yes. Okay. It's a nine-inch piece of black meat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and if there was ever a time that the, the real dad needed to be on the show <laughs> to salivate. <laughs> I mean, that sounds, that's, a hot, that's a hot dog that's just absolutely born from the fucking imagination of one Glenn Blakely. The sexual imagination of, and fantasies of one Glenn Blakely. R-Pops. <laughs> um, up, up. Surely this helps his New South Wales origin chances for next year, Jay. And it's a tweet from uh, someone saying, huge congrats to Roy Cost J- Jason on leading out the North Queensland Cowboys side this weekend. Well deserved and will go well. Oh well. Look at that.
2: On. Well, I mean, yeah. Good on him. Obviously, but, he's, um, you know, he's again, playing jo- around... just to clarify, yeah, anyone but Robbie Farrer Yeah, could be New South Wales number nine. <laughs> because Jason's... Because <laughs> he was your champion. That, but- <laughs> that was an example... <laughs> Of how far I would go to not have Robbie Farrar in my New South Wales origin side. Honestly, I don't know why <laughs> you just didn't suggest Lockie, Clu- Lockie
1: Coot. <laughs> let's face it, <laughs> I do love me a bit of You love you do, love you love it. Love some cooties. Uh Tall Hayden said uh, something's troubling me. In a time where teams are full of scumbags, are the Canberra Raiders the good guys? <laughs> oh, well, no. When I mean, you're forgetting about B.J. B. Le yeah. um,
3: I'm
1: and let's—I mean, can we? I'm just trying to think about any other ones. in there. they have got rid of some of their other
2: ones that were involved in stuff over the years, but. Was Ricky Stewart the coach at Cronulla when they had their uh, incident? Or is, no, that was way before his time, wasn't it?
1: That was that was Maddie John's era. The incident you're talking about, right?
2: Yeah. When,
1: but like, yeah, you know, even no. even that, like that was the only problem with that whole situation was was cheating on the missus. <laughs> like that was uh, that was an otherwise consensual situation, as far as I understand it. Okay. I mean, she. <laughs> I mean she's just, the sharks, the sharks are here. I wanna go swimming in a sea of porridge. Fucking I, <laughs> I wanna get a clag up my gills. Clearly no, we need to need to get some uh, salination in this bitch. Um so yeah, yeah, look uh, who are the good guys really? There any team? Are they like untouched by uh, scumbaggery. Oh, what about your guys oh, now? Dead. Except for that, except for you know, now now that now that the fucking crime lord fucking Siggiaro is not around anymore.
2: Look, again, applying
1: his trade of crime and I did and,
2: say before, but for him,
1: eating Chinese food with criminals like a criminal
2: for him to be on a mission of peace. <laughs> you know, when they go to public schools in disadvantaged yeah. areas, yeah. they're heroes of the community. When James Seggiaro goes out and does the same thing. Gets a
1: feed of that China food with adults.
2: You know, he's going to some safe <laughs> school with the worst thing you're going to get is a duster thrown at your fucking head. He's going to the big boys trying to get him to turn their life around.
1: Oh, that's what he was doing. <laughs> that's what he was doing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, I'm sure there are teams out there that are completely spotless, but it's getting hard. No, we just established uh-huh. that they, they were touched. I mean, they jettisoned their guy, which is, you know, to their Cowboys credit. The
2: Cowboys are forever tainted by Louis Factor. Broncos had a long
1: Well, they don't have him anymore, though. So that's probably okay, but they got Darius, who was you know, uh, Dar- right? the So Cowboys, I think they got rid of so That's fine. Like he's gone. So, he's gone. but Broncos, yeah, they got alarm. Well, Darius Boyd, he was also in that situation with that chick that got a, got busted up when he was yeah. fucking tag teaming with Ben Tio or someone, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: Um, what, was there a lingering suspicion about JT and Coffs Harbour
1: with Douglas? He was. He was one of the alleged participants. I believe. But see that's that's still a dog, you know what I mean? Like is is that
2: yeah, well, okay. we, if you sign Robert Lewis? It's he, 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 lions,
1: yeah, no, that's true, Mark. yeah. No, okay. But yeah, okay, so that one there though, we don't really we don't really know. And I mean I think that was because of of negligent investigation rather than any any real innocence, but we'll never know, you know, some of those things They've we'll
2: had Mark Gaznia, who is clearly a They got of
1: Packer. They got Packer now. Yeah. So yeah, that's all you need there. Um,
2: the dogs are just the dogs. The roosters have
1: got Pierce and Fergie Ferg. Yep.
2: West's... West have got Robbie Farrer, who's a crime against humanity. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and fine schnitzel dining. <laughs> 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 yeah. Tell you what, I made some, made some fucking katsu curry tonight. And Newcastle? To, to, oh, Newcastle, all this, you know. Man shakes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Look, I think they're going to be they're going to be untouched. Frankly, they're untouched teams.
2: How close are the Knights to being so desperate for sponsors that Mad Dog makes them change their theme song to "My Man Shake" brings all the boys to the
1: yard? <laughs> I don't think it'll come like that. But I mean, can you imagine if he got like if they got so desperate that, or and he got so successful that they were like man shakes on on the like the main jersey sponsor like front of their jersey? <laughs> No, I well, don't even sell a fucking jersey. Who's gonna buy a jersey with man shakes? On the sideline, he's playing his now, this porridge is throwing up. Well they got a smile and yeah, exactly. Um Mitch Door13. Which this is this is a classic example of someone who's created a tweet because they wanted to use a hashtag that they thought up and tickled their tickled their fancy. Which teams will benefit most from this buy around and which, if any, would view it as a hindrance? Hashtag buycurious B Y E Curious. look I think Manly any weeks off for Manly are great because they've got injured people that need to recover and so the more rest the better for those guys um fuck everyone's got to buy this week anyway really except for a couple teams so yeah yeah look
2: you know when when you talk about uh you know St. George yep would have loved origin rounds
1: well they profited greatly against the Storm and the Cowboys they
2: they copped Storm and the Cowboys yep um as a, as a holistic view, and it's hard to do this with a draw yeah. year out, Yeah. but you, in a perfect world, you'd throw the most origin-affected teams together. Yeah. Uh, they tried to do that with, was it Sharks and Broncos? Uh, I
1: no, I don't think it was. Who was it? Dogs and Broncos? Don't right, know. Anyway,
2: um, see, so yeah, at, at this time of the year, people are starting to feel pretty busted up. Injuries are starting to play their toll so I think time off's good for anybody. You take it when you can get
1: it. Yep. Agreed. Um, Froth Rocket 87. Teddy in for the blues. I just used a box of Kleenex, hashtag frothing at the dick. Oh, and hashtag X Factor. Cool. Yeah. I mean, everyone's excited for Teddy but we'll talk about that later.
2: Everyone's excited (coughs) for Teddy but I haven't seen in a very long time such desperation from the team's fans to get one of their players into origin who tigers fans about Tedesco Uh, do you really think
1: it was about getting like one of their own guys in or do you think it was about he's the best fullback option at the moment so you know
2: lots of people out there talking about being you know the best fullback option yeah but it it was almost it was like a a fucking mori moment when they found (laughs) out you know you're, you're the real dad.
1: <laughs> and they, they were that excited. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it was more just, you know, because, you know, we, we, we want to win and he's the best fullback and we had to carry that other Gronk. And especially when you think how close the games were this series. Oh, it, like it's Tedesco it's over Moylan.
2: At any stage of any of those games.
1: Yeah.
0: Completely
1: turns it. Yeah, exactly. Um, the base Chapo. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the Sharks Digi delivering the goods again. And this is obviously the case of the Sharks Digi having his Twitter app and he's logged into the wrong account at the time. He's, he's not in his personal account, he or she, he's not, but they're in the, in the Cronulla Sharks verified account. Um, the Dragons are absolutely shit emoji. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy watching their clueless attack and turnstile defense. They even made Manly look good. So the first thing I'd say is well, who, who, who was the last team to beat you, you dumb cunt? Manly, so I mean and you barely beat us the second time when we're at our shittest. so fucking relax there. But otherwise, I love the I love the uh, that the Digi's actually do get fully invested in that fucking the the hatred, their most hated team thing for their club. Yeah. Like for example, if a manly Digi started talking shit on like, you know, I don't know, the Eels of the Storm or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like you know, Cronulla and Dragons, that's the that's the pair, you know. So it's good to see them actually t- like time to party line, but that tweet got deleted mm-hmm. pretty pretty quickly. Like, I remember I got notified about it and I went to look and I was like, huh? Couldn't see anything. Oh, uh, and so. The, the screen oh, screen grabs. Best invention ever. And uh unlike Snapchat, they don't tell them on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Doyle13 again. I said, Is it just me or are the first people to label players as dirty grubs the same ones always complaining about the game going soft? It's just you, actually, because I'll label people like grubs like a motherfucker. i like yeah. Oprah fucking like, you're a grub, you're a grub. <laughs> <laughs> These cards are grub, <laughs> But, you know, I'm not going to play that game going soft. And, grubby, and this is the other thing. Grubbery, grubbing shit is not the same thing a as a game going soft, soft either. Like, I pre- can only presume that this tweet may have been precipitated by the the video footage of Gallon coming out where he, he gets DeGoyce, like, completely off the play. Like, DeGoyce yeah. passes the ball and, like, five seconds later, Gallon's just like just trots past him grabs him by the jersey just fucking shush gun, just throws him down
2: he's gone to DeGleese's house after the games. finished, and closed,
1: like, <laughs> knocked on the door and he's like <sighs> oh good evening sir you, you've, you've still got your jersey on the ball. and
3: he
1: just grabs him by the fucking by his fucking nighty collar gets him by his dressing gown and just like hoink uh,
2: Personally, I, I love good hard physical yeah. play yeah I can't stand grubby Yep, Yeah. You because know, um, that's that's not being a hard man.
1: Yeah, because then, generally speaking, it's a, you've either got the person at your mercy and doing something like like things like chicken wings and things like that, yeah. where you have got like five, you know, three of your guys holding them down, exactly. or it's like that Gallon thing where he just trots over and that when De Gauss is just completely fucking oblivious that there's any reason for yes. Gallon to even lay a hand on him. Next thing you know, he's getting slung, slung into the ground. You know, The <laughs> difference
2: between you know uh, blindsiding a player running. Yep. And taking a kicker late from yep. the other direction. Yep. One of them is a good solid hit and the player wasn't being
1: aware. Yep. And that's on you for, you know, it's good for you shooting out and... Yeah. The other know.
2: one, like if somebody's just kicked the ball and they've got one leg extended in front of them and... And, and, you're,
1: coming from, and you're coming from, like, the side of their their kicking leg when they're looking, yeah. you know, like <laughs> completely the other way and hitting them in the back. Yeah. yeah that's... Yep. That's grubby. No, I agree. Wally Frogmore... Uh, what the fuck, what was this one about? I forgot that's right, yeah. For those who thought I was kidding, hashtag Viva la Revolution. And he's put on a Senate voting form, like drawing an extra box on the right hand side and for to put nation. Look hilarious and everything, but sir, you you you're wasting your fucking you're wasting your, your vote. That could have been the one that kept Pauline Hansen out. I mean, come on, son. I, I like to think that he then went back and said, I've made a
2: mistake, can I have another ballot paper, please?
1: That would be the that would be the, the a smart way to play it. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure. So, that Senate fucking thing, though. What a fucking book! <laughs> what a phone book that was. And you know, and I'll tell you, I mean, like, yeah, I have my vote secret. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who I didn't vote for. I, I'd, I numbered every fucking thing to ensure that Glenn Lazarus was last and Pauline Hanson was second last. Now, on
2: that note, yes, we obviously have one vote. Yeah, Let, let's run in the next election. <laughs> Just on, don't be a cunt.
1: And That's or uh, and also mand- mandatory termination for employment for wife beaters yeah. across any <laughs> industry <laughs> on that platform, and then and yeah, something. I mean, I'm sure there's something like tacos and drinking and <laughs> people. I mean, if there can be a fishing party. I'm mean, sure there could be you know like a el loco fucking <laughs> tacos getting pissed party. So yeah, yeah. Look, I, I like it. I like it a lot. And we would probably get like three or four votes undoubtedly.
2: Move el loco. Yeah. Yeah, well,
1: and Loco <laughs> that would pay for the welfare by itself yeah and, well, and, this, is, and this is I mean you could actually do, it could be like a like a bridging sort of job program giving valuable hospitality skills to long term unemployed exactly so spot on look I mean I'm no economist but I mean I just think I've just solved the fucking budget deficit and everything you want <laughs> <laughs> so
2: uh, what's your 2017 budget
1: plan That'll pay Dinos. for that'll that'll pay for that will pay if nothing else it will pay for like you know fucking gigabit fucking ethernet straight to my house. <laughs> I don't want NBN anymore. I just basically I just I basically want like a essentially like you know one of those continental fucking pipelines running straight to my house so I can like download like an episode of Game of Thrones. Like it's basically downloaded before I fucking even thought to download it. That's how fast I want my internet to be. <laughs> Where I'm Dirt underscore road underscore (coughs) cowboy uh, BS questions I'm a Chicago fan I only have degrees of hate for others never would have a second team but if you did who is it well sir I mean you are new to the show this year so I just thought we'd uh, reiterate that well I don't know if we've actually been down that road with Jay yet though but I mean um Former former co-host of the show, Glenn, he uh, was very pro two teams, and he loved the West Tigers and he loved the Brisbane Broncos equally. Um, myself, <laughs> second teams of, uh, basically AIDS, Like, I oh, will never yep. like I've got I've got one favourite team, and then I've got fifth. Well, no, because there are degrees of. <laughs> I mean, I do hate some of these more than others. I can't say they're all equal, but it's like yeah, you know, they're in the same ballpark anyway. Definitely same ballpark.
2: I I have my team, and I have other players. Mm. that I like watching play. Um, but no second team. And and again, around around degrees of hate for other teams, um, I've I've established that this year that it is more so based around players as well. Okay. Rather than teams. You, for example, um I was the a very, very big Bronco detractor. Yeah. And a lot of that came from just trolling Sam yeah, mercilessly. Yeah. <laughs> uh but now that it's only really Corey Parker and Darius that are left from the fuckwit Broncos stage. Yeah. Well, Sam Thido's there, but he, he seems like a pretty funny sort of bloke. Um and he was nice to uh nice to my boy when we got into the uh dressing rooms. Yeah. Legitimately. We didn't just rush in there. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm more about the there are players I love watching play. I love watching Graham, uh, James Graham play, for example. Yep. Um, Matt Scott as a forward. I love watching Michael Gordon play, which fucking means I'm going to have to watch and enjoy Roosters games next year. <laughs> Suck it. Uh, <laughs> but no, no second team. No, no second teams ever, ever. And
1: like I do hate teams, and like I don't care who's playing for them. There's just historical teams that I always hate, like the Melbourne Storm, for example. Even though we fucking buried that beef. <laughs> Emphatically in two thousand and eight,
2: still, so (laughs) for life. If Steve Menzies comes back and has one season with the Storm,
1: he would never do that. No, no. Hypothetically, look, he would never come back in the first place. But if he did, like what I was saying is, it is absolutely impossible. He would never come back for another club. Never. Okay. Even if they offered him ten million dollars for a fucking one season,
2: we talk. This is a hypothetical. Yeah. That means that it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to happen. Storm's to still my most a team. Right? Yeah, fucking
1: with okay. that shove it out. Okay. So you even wouldn't... more so, the fact that they fucking sullied the, the legacy of the great Steve Menzies. <laughs> See, there's another reason. We're just throwing something else in the fire. Shit fuck. burns white hot, man. <laughs> 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 for life, man. I oh, fuck I hold grudges like Sicilians and shit. I've got no Italian blood at all, but <laughs> 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 shit's for life, man. This G is for life. Um one eyed tiger underscore. This week on Charlie Gubb. You see Charlie Gubb's like, latest. No, night. I haven't. I'm putting, yet. The, I'm putting the sound file in this episode, but uh, his comments on Simon Mannering are, are, are just uh, tremendous. He's kind of everything that um, you know a good rugby player should be. He's a, he's a gentleman off the field, and he's, he's just like an octopus. Eh? He just sucks <laughs> you up to. So. At Andy Kintz. Bald Andy, he's uh, well, we, well we're probably throwing sound files in. He's put one in and said, oh, This is the England version of a uh, this weekend league fan complaining about their NRL club. And I saw this one on Facebook the other week, but um, it's now he sent it to us. I'll have to put it on the show. So, and he's gone hashtag gold, and I'd be inclined to agree. I
3: have watched absolute AIDS all fucking season being a Cheltenham fan. My fucking season has been horrible. I came here to fucking cheer myself up, and then these cunts fucking with their fucking 50 grand and fucking weak fucking prostitute cocaine fucking limousines.
0: tons absolute tons
1: and shit and they summer shit at Benny27 the description of behaviour players versus skill players is A1 champion and so accurate too sent to us and you thank you D Matea Hell yeah well, Actually yeah Okay so oh, What about these ones too No actually I'll hold those ones off Because they're all uh, We'll do them in the membership shit um, Wally Frogmore said Who doesn't know The Matauti brother names Prancer, Dancer, Donner, and Dash, Vixen, Comet, Cupid And of course Rudolph M <laughs> 51 avoider Don't accept mediocrity Don't be a West Tigers fan uh, Gold from Nate Thank you sir um, This week in X-Factors back, in a, back with a fucking vengeance this week Beer boy 182 He's, uh, he's basically typed into a, into a document and given us a screenshot so we can get it all a Cooper Cronk on Triple M Rush Hour last night Papali brought us a bit of punch and X Factor if the eloquent wordsmith who brought us every sinew in my body came together as a complete whole and it takes a small fire in your village to realise that your personal character at that moment in time is made of a, doesn't legitimise the phrase and I don't know what ever will Tom Cooper oh. I, 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 Cronk Melbourne I oh, think fuck I mean this. doesn't I'm prepared to turn X Factor now because of Cooper um Ringing endorsement of it. <laughs> to me, it just sounds like three things that don't make fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Mikey Smokes. In France, it's called Factor X. Pronounced Factor X. <laughs> Hashtag X Factor. <laughs> and, and I asked him, I said, is that, a, is that like a common thing? And he said, no, nah, it's the first time I've heard it. That's what I <laughs> Um. At Morso And also uh, at Angry Stinks Sent us this one With uh, an article about uh, Tedesco And uh, the the headline Or the first you know The tagline was uh, Tedesco believes He can bring an X-Factor To the Blues And I like the way he's gone Article Article <laughs> <X-factor>. zoom, <laughs> zoom Zoom, zoom, zoom X-factor. The
2: whole you know, Zoom, zoom, zoom meme. Yes. And you know It's not a tough one <laughs> He has An excellent running game Yep and very quick acceleration. Those are his his two strongest points in attack. Why are you trying to reduce such a great
1: and dynamic player though by trying to define the the things that makes him amazing? And, and I mean, because you're just you're not you're not you're not going far enough. That's what I'm saying. You can't. It's
2: like it's like an equation you're, where you're saying where
1: X is the amazing
2: <laughs> the amazing factor. If you will, you, are you sitting here saying that there aren't enough ways? To describe James Tedesco as amazing?
1: I'm not saying that at all. Why would it sounds I very that? much
2: like you say that.
1: <laughs> that does not sound like something I would say, sir. Not at all. <laughs> you don't uh, know me at all.
2: <laughs> but I hear words that are coming out of your
1: mouth. <laughs> you got to understand, the situations like <laughs> they're like behaviour words and skill words. <laughs> and at the moment, <laughs> we're trolling on expectations so of the behaviour words. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> at Aussie Chuck Bravo Nick Xenophon's team has been dubbed X Factor clearly not enough ABC journalists listen to Twill Nation or clearly too many do you choose Freak09 has an episode passed without Jay mentioning how good Locky Coot is no. surely Ron's illegitimate son has the hashtag no. X Factor it's
2: already happened before that tweet was read out in this show loves me some cooties <laughs>
1: This week in Luke Dawn, uh, before we get the boys back on for the week, we had the little, we had at Terry Twill, you know, talking shit about, you know, the you know, seven degrees and how it's all so fucking cold where he is. Um, Special K Online has taken up the, the battle against him and said, uh, my winter is colder than your winter. Congrats, you live in a shittier part of the world. Move. <laughs>
3: Thanks, gents. Tom and Mark from the Super League pod here. and It feels good to be back with This Week in Luke Dawn.
4: Yes, and we start on Thursday night where Huddersfield were 22 points to 12 winners over Hull FC. It was a surprise result as the lowly giants overcame the table topping black and whites. Hull bound Jake Connor treated his future employers to a vision of what's to come. Putting in a man-of-the-match display, a resurgent and remarkably fit at this point of the season, Sam Rapira was another of the big performers for the
3: home side. Friday night saw Hull KR and Warrington draw 16 points apiece. Despite being down to 12 men, Plucky KR were able to hold uh, hold the Wolves to a 16-0 draw. Over in East Hull this week, Parramatta's one that got away. Kenny Seo weighing in for the Robins in a result that does neither side any favours at either end of the table. At the same time, a heavy dose of Dawn porn
4: was delivered by the greatest Aussie of all time, with two tries, an assist, and big metres from our hero, Luke Dunn. Um, it wasn't enough, though, uh, as errors, penalties, uh, saw Cass shoot themselves in the foot, so as Gareth O'Brien was the game-breaker with a long-range penalty goal, saw the final score 22 points to 18 in favour of the Red Devils.
3: Catalan Dragons celebrated a decade of Super League this week. Hosting Wigan is never easy and the Warriors were quick to take a lead which they held throughout. Uh, Future Gold Coast Titans 19th man Dan Sarginson bagged a try for Wigan and he was ably supported by impressive youngsters Oliver Gildar and Ryan Sutton. Catalan's plethora of ex-NRL talent simply failed to deliver on this occasion and whilst the Warriors struggled to halt the fat touchy at times in the first half it says a lot that despite making 47 tackles. Glenn Stewart looked off the pace with the same being true for Todd Carney Pat Richards and at times Justin Horrow uh, On Sunday we move to Leeds 22 witness 23
4: the Rhinos' fate is sealed there can be no heroics and no repeat of last year's glory days as they will be battling it out in the qualifiers to avoid relegation from Super League don't worry guys we'll explain what that means to all you Aussies (laughs) in a couple of weeks Safe to say, though, that last year's treble winning premiers are shite now, and Joe Miller's drop goal gave the Vikings a home and away double over Leeds.
3: And the final game of the weekend saw points galore at Bellevue, as Saints got an away win over Wakefield Trinity. Saints forwards laid an, implicit, an impressive platform for Johnny Lomax to bag a couple of tries, but despite amassing 44 points, it will be the 32 they conceded, including a Drake of Miller hat-trick, um, that will leave them worrying and suggests that they've got things to fix up if they want to make the top 4.
4: So where does that leave things in the ladder? Hull FC are joined on 30 points at the top by Wigan Warriors, with Warrington and Catalan making up the top 4 at the moment. Um, the Salford Red Devils have their points deduction appeal hearing this week. We will find out if they will stay in the bottom four. Leeds Rhinos, as we say, are already condemned to the middle eight qualifiers. Huddersfield, Hull KR and Salford could all join them by next weekend. Now with the memberships uh, as you know the shows have been here for ages
1: today the uh stubby coolers and stickers arrived literally within a couple of hours of each other so that's it's, it's amazing they actually arrived on the same day so one more piece of the puzzle remains and once that arrives they are bagged up i think i might actually bag them up now and get get a head start on them uh, and uh yeah once the once the uh the wristband things arrive then they are out of here so um did you,
2: did you tell them that the stubby coolers actually had an asterisk on them And the stubby, all it is, is a piece of paper with instructions to put your stubby outside. (laughs) Or
1: you just like just wrap this around (laughs) around beverage of choice. They do have the asterisk on them, though. They're the really undefeated asterisk. Um, now, last week we put it out to you guys about should we make some more scarves, you know, be they ref's fault scarves or otherwise. Um, should the ref's fault one remain exclusive to members, etc. So we got back a couple of opinions on that. Uh, Devon had said, scarves should be member exclusive." Fuck the Gronks that didn't jump in last year. And I, 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 I yeah, you know, I, I get that. I get that. Uh, Wally Frogmore, I don't even use club scarves, but I take the twill one to games. Uh, Dima Matea hell yeah I'd get a scarf I would get a membership but there aren't enough X's on your shirts for me to fit <laughs> hashtag I love food <laughs> um, we can go we got 5X got some, got some special 5X ones made this year um, for for staunch members uh, Mario Seeks. if non-members want to pay for the scarf how does it hurt me as a member I have no objections uh, Caleb Shanks I asked a little while ago too so yes I'd be interested in a rest scarf so it's basically the spread that I expected to get, um, so I don't know. We'll figure we'll figure something out, and uh, once once we do, we'll put it out there, and you guys can uh, make a decision whether you want to do it. Um, oh, sorry, Voodoo Rock said I'd get a scarf, but change the colours to keep them member exclusive. So that's another way to do it. Um, yeah. Astronauts got no issue with a re-release of member scarves. The more scarves, the better. So there you go. A couple of opinions out there seems probably 70-30, I guess. But uh, you yeah, know, we can always just do like you know, reverse them out or do something to, to keep those member ones exclusive so uh, yep. we'll put our heads together anyway and uh, come up with a plan. News. Okay, um, Origin Week, there's a lot of fucking, you know, Wade Graham dreams and you know Tedesco this and whatever stories. And so we yeah, know we tend to avoid those. So um, instead, I uh, just picked out a couple of discussion point stories uh, that that came out. Also, we're on a bit of a deadline tonight too. We actually do have to do a reasonably quick show because you've got to be back for a conference call um, before, before you turn to a fucking pumpkin. Yeah, um, Queensland reportedly in line to host a long-awaited NRL grand final as Sydney's major stadium undergoes renovations. Uh, according to News Corp, Suncorp could play host to the Premiership decider in 2019. The Queensland government has been fighting for hosting rights since last year's All Queensland Grand Final reignited the debate. Tourism and Major Events Minister Kate Jones stood outside Suncorp Stadium in April, um, in front of the Wally Wanker statue, to pledge the government's desire, but not any of its money yet, for the showcase event. <laughs> The government is in talks with the NRL to bring the grand final north, when the 83 and seat ANZ Stadium undergoes renovations expected to be in 29, 2019 to 20, but with the construction timeline that has not yet been announced. Um, On Monday, News Corp reported that uh, Suncorp was all but certain to host the 2019 Decider, citing a preference from within NRL headquarters, despite expected competition from Melbourne, Auckland and even Perth. The match was reportedly contingent on the government putting up a competitive bid with promises such as an upgrade to the stadium's sound system, big screens and an addition of Wi-Fi mentioned. Ms Jones said the government was very keen to host an NRL Grand Final, saying Tourism and Events Queensland would lead the negotiations. Once we know what Grand Finals are available, we'd be in a position to negotiate for the events. We know a Grand Final would bring up 40,000 league fans to Queensland and inject more than 30 million dollars into our economy it'll bring 40,000 league fans so only 15,000 Queenslanders are going to attend the game is that really okay I'm cool with that yeah no El Loco so they need to probably get some get some fucking assurances from the government that they'd put an El Loco in reasonable you know like certainly no further away than like West End
2: fuck I hope they upgrade the security cameras at Alumbra. (laughs) um
1: Eh, look yeah, better yeah. than
2: Perth and better than Melbourne
1: and better than uh, New Zealand. Bet, better than Perth, Melbourne, and New Zealand. Um, Although I like I like Grand Final, oh. I like the Grand Final weekend being a trip though. So like yeah, you know, on true. one hand it's kind of like you know that's true. You know, I'll um, get a hotel in the city. <laughs> this weekend <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> going to the Grand Final in Sydney. <laughs> oh, that's Um Looks from a realistic standpoint, I I don't think there would be much of an issue. Selling tickets based on the amount of tickets in a grand final that go to uh, a corporate um, institutions mm-hmm. and companies, uh, radio stations and companies for competition. I think it'd be a problem having too few tickets. That's the problem. Um, yeah, because um, they give
1: it to like ten thousand to each of the clubs, yep. you know, or like you know, it's seven thousand, like a chunk to each yep. of the clubs. So that's that right there. When you take that, those, say you say even if it's five. You know, that means you're giving 20% of the yeah. tickets to, to fans of the clubs involved. And
2: let's be frank, the cost of grand final tickets these days, it's not your blue-collar working-class family that's taking mum, dad, and three kids to the grand yeah, it's, final. It's
1: not too bad, though. If you're sitting, like, the, the, actually where I prefer to sit, which is, like, around, like, you know, the goalposts on either end with the with the fans of your team or, you know, yeah. the fan base you selected to sit with, like, that's actually the best
2: atmosphere. But the majority of the seats aren't... Yeah aren't uber cheap. Yeah. Um, Queensland don't have a problem getting that many people to a, an Origin match.
1: Or well, Although Telstra was emailing me offering me fucking cheap two-for-ones
2: before the last Origin oh, okay. game. Yeah. There yeah. okay, you go. Um, and, and the fact of the matter is they're not saying we're going to bring it to Queensland because Queensland's better or because more people will go or whatever. It's because the stadium's undergoing construction. Yep. So, I don't have much of a problem with it. The only proviso I would like to see is hang on, when is Potentially
1: 2019.
2: Yeah, uh, would that work? If it works time-wise, I would love a proviso on there, um, saying that if Pauline Hanson holds a senate seat in the state, there won't be a grand final in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> Suck that, you redneck!
1: Yeah. Oh, mate, if, if, Yeah, I mean, I'll delete that fucking Todd Greenberg song off YouTube if
2: <laughs> if, if that happened. <laughs> a, that um, would that would be redemption for you, Todd. Yeah, but from a from a realistic point of view. If the stadium in New South Wales is going going under uh, under reconstruction, then the next viable option seems to be Suncorp. They should, probably should make an
1: assertion that Queensland should um have to pay back like the flood levy stuff as well. That would
2: yeah that would be phenomenal. Well that that was um that was a similar government that cancelled our disaster insurance. Yeah. Um, to the one that's saying, yes please give us the grand final. or oh, <laughs> we w- we won't give you any money. We won't pay for any of it. Yeah. But, but give it to us. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, <laughs> I think it's ridiculous, Adam. Well, it'll,
1: it'll bring 40,000 people in. What are you going to do? Are you going to are you going fucking double the capacity of Suncorp somehow? Yeah. There's going to be, like, level 14 seats now instead of, like, level 7, which are fucking rafters as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's only so much you can do. It was like that fucking G20 thing that was supposed yeah. to bring
2: all this money to the hospitality sector and, and all of yeah, this Yeah,
1: hospitality shit. did their ass in G20 because yeah, they shut down the entire exactly. CBD. So, <laughs>
2: um. Yeah. Again, you know. Um plenty of plenty of the, the blatchy style people come up here for, for origin. Yep.
1: Um I just see the the one thing there'll be a lot of tears because so many people are gonna miss out on tickets.
2: It's just the way it is, thirty thousand less people. Life. Yeah. So you know, that's, that's well, annoying. What would you prefer? Having the grand final at a fucking suburban ground in Sydney that fits thirty. Well no.
1: But I mean, you know, you could go down to like you know, and do like I don't know, like, you even go old school and go to like SCG or. Yeah. Go to. I mean, like. what is the SCG hopped? Well, fuck, do I know. But, I mean, there seems to be so much room there where you could do something on an kind attempt of bait, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, for like a, an event specific thing. I mean, like, a Suncorp, what, this is like 54 or 55 or something, absolute max when they sell standing room only tickets yeah. on the concourses there. So, uh, fuck, well, even the SFS is like, you know, what, 40.
2: Is it forty? Okay.
1: So it's not yeah. it's not that, yeah. You know, but what about like you know MCG or something? I mean, you fit hundred down there. Mm. Look,
2: look at it the same way you look at a, a team. My belief is that if your halfback's unavailable, yeah, then you should bring in another halfback. Yep. If a rugby league stadium's not available, take it to the next best rugby league stadium. Yep. Being Suncorp.
1: Yeah, Suncorp's a better stadium. It's just a. Uh They might. I just just fear that they might like do it with origin tickets and jack the prices way up because you know there's you know a significant percent less. They need to
2: get the same amount of money over (laughs) less tickets.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um,
2: Greenberg maths.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Now um, your mate, um, Rabbitoh (laughs) centre Kirisom Ava. Fuck. His career could be over after he's recorded a second strike under the NRL's illicit drugs policy. The Rabbitohs are considering tearing up the contracts of avar and teammate Paul Carter. I mean, that guy. He's a self-destructive fucking <laughs> cunt as well. I mean, he, were, he, he had his Titans career ripped up. Yeah. Resurfaced at South and, you know... Fuck, idiot. Um, so, just weeks... After Corey Norman was charged over possession of MDMA uh, and muscle relaxants at the Star Casino, it's understood Avar recorded the second
2: incursion of his career under the NRL's illicit drugs policy. Has, has anyone thought that those blokes were actually planning to roofie and violate Smooth Corey? It's,
1: it's possible, because he wasn't holding them, was he? Well, if, if they've well, got, was he? If they've got molly and muscle relaxants, <laughs> <laughs> it's a deadly combo. Mate, that's why he's Smooth Corey... <laughs> he's just so relaxed Um, the contravention is believed to be the result of irregularities presented during routine testing at the club Avar did not return a positive test for an illicit or hazardous substance but still faces the prospect of a 12 12 match ban he has until 4pm today Wednesday that is to lodge an appeal but they chose not to do so yep so, Arvar and Carter were stood down indefinitely after allegedly reporting for training under the influence of alcohol. Uh, Carter's due to front the board on July 12th after being issued with a show cause notice. Having already been sacked by the Gold Coast, as I said, uh, Carter was warned he was on his last chance after signing a new deal with Souths. Avar's already had a chequered career, having copped a nine-month suspension for domestic violence offences. Um, blah, 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 we know all that shit. And the latest drama may be career ending. So, Rabado said that... Uh, They'll be following a process in conjunction with the NRL, RLPA and the player regarding possible sanctions, rehabilitation and support. This will be discussed at a football club board meeting next week. Under the NRL's illicit drug policy, uh, the second contravention will serve a 12-match ban, face the prospect of contract termination and further treatment and monitoring. If a third is recorded, offenders are referred to the NRL's CEO or COO who are tasked with determining an appropriate sanction. So the incidents could result in both players being sacked to send a strong message to their teammates about the uh, standards expected there, especially in the aftermath of uh, Dylan
2: Walker and and
1: Gray yeah. last
2: season as well. Man, Q, Q auto response. Yeah. How fucked up is it that it takes a drugs-related offence being the second one? Yeah. For his career to potentially be over.
1: Yeah. Exactly,
2: um, and that's and, and no doubt about that's the first should, thought that everyone listens to this show have, had should have, should have ended after what the scummy cunt did the first time. Um, what I'm curious on, and I I started to trawl through through the paperwork, but didn't it all the way through it is what exactly irregularities mean. Yeah,
1: well, they turned up pissed at the at
2: training, but I want to know what the other thing. Yeah, what
1: that so second see, mysterious that thing is
2: the, yeah. that he's given two samples and they show irregularities. Is that saying that? They're saying that maybe his samples didn't come from him. Oh, that's... Um, Yeah, it could be anything. Does he have... You know, did he have one too many poppy seed muffins? (laughs) Is he going through menopause? Um, I would really respect the South Sydney Club if they took a zero-tolerance stance to that and stamped it out. Yep. Uh, Because, A, I don't believe any player is bigger than the game. And I don't believe any player is bigger than your jersey. Yep. And I believe that because cunts like this keep getting second and third and fourth and fifth chances, it's why poor young fucking players have to resort to reality TV to try and get a spot in an NRL team.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And hopefully this is the end. And like, you know, I, don't, I don't don't, feel bad at all <laughs> Like you know, wishing fucking career termination on someone because, I mean, fuck, like you said, shouldn't have been there anyway. Yeah. He shouldn't have been able to do a second
2: offence. Not not saying that he should never have a job again and he no, should not no, be unemployed. Not no. um, but, again, playing professional sport... Is a privilege. ...is a privilege, and if you don't respect that privilege... Um, I've seen people lose jobs for, for far less than that mm-hmm. out in the real world. Exactly. And the last thing, this, is, this just came past our Twitter
1: feed... As you were sitting here just before we started recording. Back page mm. of the Courier Mail that you'll be reading this morning if you're in Queensland. And you buy shit newspapers. And you can read. And you can read. One of your heads can read. <laughs> <laughs> the back page, the sport. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure who uh, who wrote
2: the story now here. I, uh, think, uh, I think it's going to be
1: Travis... I think it's going to be Travis Mean or whatever his name
2: is. If you don't know... Non Queensland Tool Nation members, the Courier Mail is part of the same newspaper family as the Daily Telegraph. Mm-hmm. Just to put that in perspective.
1: It's basically toilet paper, except, you know, it's zero ply toilet <laughs> paper. You would never use it, but it's not, you know, it's not really good for much else. You yeah, know, maybe for propping up your uh, your kitty litter or something. Yep. But um, we'll remember after the second origin, Josh McGuire did a tweet about something about how the winners, you know, have parties and He's- the losers have meetings. Yep. And then the Broncos immediately turned around and lost their next game heavily. And so he got...
2: One or two people Joel asked him how his meeting was.
1: Yeah, and maybe he said, look, you've got a meeting coming up, or you know, something to that, of that nature. And, and he, he responded by locking his account and blocking pretty much all in sundry.
2: You know what? I, I, uh, and I'm sure there were more of them. Yeah. I don't want anyone to think that I'm leaving them out. Yeah, But the first one that I saw that tweeted at him, like, directly at him yeah. was Chapo. <laughs> <Who else>? and, <laughs> and did not hold back. No, not at all. In uh, As he's wont to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Like I said, locked his account.
1: Locked, he, he started off blocking people, and then after a very short period of time, like I'm talking a day maybe, he uh, put his account on private. Yeah. And so that that's that's an ultimate bitch move if you're going to use if you're going to be you know gob yeah. off on if you're going to gob off on the internet, you can't you can't do that. You know, it's absolutely bitch move, and you can't say anything ever again now.
2: And one thing is that <coughs> that that tagline says that he's ready to cop the abuse. From yes. The blues.
1: Which leads us to the, the tagline of the story. It's a full page uh, or most you know of a back page with him with his arms crossed, looking tough cunt. And it's, uh, Josh is ready to weather the Twitter storm from anti-social blues on page 61. And then it's got hashtag bring it on, hashtag you twits, hashtag you lock your fucking account, hashtag you punk ass bitch.
2: And this is, this is the thing that journos don't seem to be getting on this. There were just as many Queenslanders who were fans of the teams that pumped the Broncos <laughs> yeah. that were giving him shit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It It wasn't a blues thing. It
1: is a cross-state... It was a hypocrite thing. ...wanker hatred move... Yep. ...that people just called him out on his bullshit. Exactly. And, uh, man, and and you can't... Then you, you, When you lock your account... Like, blocking people's fine. Like, I'm totally cool with that. You block people. If they annoy you, fucking, you know... Great. Life's too short. That's it. But, yeah, locking your entire account down is an ultimate bitch move that says that you're just taking... You you, you can't take accountability for your own bants. And... You can't get on the back page of a fucking newspaper oh. shaping up like you're a fucking bouncer at the Alhambra bar. Exactly. like, you know, you know I'll, fucking you, I'll have you
2: all. If you are a public figure, a sports figure, yep. then you want to have your verified Twitter account, Yep. then that's fine. Don't look at your mentions if it's a problem. Exactly. You don't have to. And if you want an account to talk to people on, make up one that has nothing to do with your name,
0: mm-hmm.
2: put a fucking picture that's not you on there, yep. and tell all your, your actual real-world friends, mm-hmm. hey, this is my Twitter if you want to talk to me on Twitter. Yep. And just make sure they don't go, "Hey, Josh McGuire, you know, good game,
1: mate." And uh, people are like, "Oh, game? What? What game? Who's this?" And then they start thinking, "Oh, his cat's name is You know, So "That's why it's Fifi." <laughs> yes. Great
2: journalism yet again. Uh,
1: yeah, and uh, great journalism. Yeah, Travis, Travis, Man, tremendous. I mean, I, I would have been very disappointed if I had been my buddy uh, Chris Gary because he's generally as far as far as, as, as Courier Mail guys go, he is head and shoulders above. Like, he, he keeps it pretty real and doesn't get involved in like the trolling News Limited like troll. headline sort of thing and uh, so I'm glad to not see his name attached to that one. (laughs) This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips, news scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. And uh, just a feature of the old uh, League Live that I had to bring up this week. And um, they run post-match people's player polls at the end of matches so um the, the, the ppps the triple p's if you will and um they run them after the matches so um if you haven't seen them get in there and have a look because then you know get in there and vote on them because look you could really skew the whole thing <laughs> I mean, they love they love stats and they're starting to get into the spirit of the trolling thing so why can't why can't blake ashford be the man of the match why can't he, why can't he win multiple awards after every game Spot on. jeff robson if he lands somewhere why can't he be the fucking greatest player of the year? Just Charlie Gubb, me, every Warriors game, Charlie Gubb all day.
2: It makes me sad that Scott Minto was not living in the social media age. To, to, to
1: be the supreme beneficiary of our combined fucking forces. living, playing. <laughs> living, you know, when they're, when they're not playing, they're life? pretty much dead. Oh, well, you know, how, I mean, surely, I mean, if he, if he had the ability to do everything he did over in Egypt, then I'm, I'm pretty sure he probably unearthed the, the secret to eternal life. While over there, <laughs> saving the world and the pyramids.
2: <laughs> He's just sitting in a cave somewhere with a cup of life. Wines that you. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I did love... Um, Sportsmate came out, and they're fucking quick on the reply on Twitter as well. Yeah. On the stats. Um, there were some questions around the... Well, the biggest the biggest tiger, he
1: tweeted him and said, boys, Sam Burgess is looking at 50 losses today. Which player has played in the most losses? And then he's gone hashtag this week in losses. <laughs> and Sportsmate have replied and said, uh, it's NRL journeyman Scott Prince with 166 losses and a losing rate of 55%. Hashtag, this week in losses. Hashtag, ah, uh, good stats.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that hashtag there, that's the fucking one that put it over the top for me. Because that's, that, that's attention to detail, and I love it.
2: Now, one thing that all Tigers fans can be uh, looking for this year, your man Robbie Farrar is not too far behind Scott Prince in the losing statistics. Mm-hmm. So every game that he plays, he needs to win... Pretty much for the rest of his career, to not become the NRL's biggest loser, which is going to be a—it's uh, going to be a struggle. And if that happens, we will video tracking him down <laughs> and presenting him <laughs> with a cold schnitzel in a box and a candle in it, spray painted gold though, like it's like a trophy
1: sort <laughs> we'll of thing. Give the golden schnitzel. <laughs> for being
2: the NRL's biggest loser
1: and I'm, I'm like Scotty Prince won a premiership in that <laughs> so I, it, it's I mean admittedly it was one of those like um, you know like, like Parramatta 09 except they won yeah it was like one yeah, of those things where yeah, they, yeah. they were garbage and then they came out you know they had a massive role and carried it all the way and, fortuitous run yeah um yep but man I was I was actually surprised to see that that was, that that was the, uh, the I thought it would have been someone like fuck I don't know like there are teams that have been perpetually shithouse. Yeah. You know, like, perpetually shithouse. And um, we joke about Tigers and decline, that, but there are years when they were, <laughs> they were content, like, they, you know, they 2010, were 11, yeah. like around, yeah. They, yeah. Were, they were up there those years. So those were, you know, admittedly, you know, they're Scotty Prince, San Scotty Prince years, <laughs> which is probably the point. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. you know, if you're
2: curious about a stat, mm-hmm. jump on Twitter, get in touch with the sports mate guys. Don't all fucking bombard them with stupid things. They're not going to know. Like no, do it. They'll love it. But uh, you know, like, you know ha- how many, how many times? A- make it something quantifiable. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like don't don't ask them about stupid man buns and shit because obviously yeah. they're not tracking those, that, exactly. those. Make it something they're tracking. Yeah. I mean, like don't fuck them. You know, like, they got work to do as well. You know, like if you want an update for the app? Don't don't, don't, yeah, don't bog them down You too just hard. wait.
2: If I ever get a job at sports, mate. <laughs> need to be in charge of the uh, man bun quantifying division <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, i uh, Just get that video and I, and, I, and I sit here I'm monitoring every hair, haircut on uh, all of the, uh, the top 25 of each club and, uh, <laughs> so I can uh, do an article if one of them do happen to get into first grade that week
2: <laughs> um, but they definitely don't sit in their fucking ivory tower of stats no. They get down amongst the people. They're men of the people. Exactly. We love them. Get on to it. Now, um, just a, a quick clarification. Last week I spoke about some graphs that I said were absolutely amazing, uh, and I did forget to mention the person that typed up the graphs. Well, you didn't, didn't forget. You forgot who did it. Yeah, okay. At the time. Did. You, you didn't forget to mention. You forgot at the time you were saying, like, yeah. you forgot, yeah. But um, but they were sensational graphs, uh, and Mitch D 90 on Twitter, love your graphs, well done, good stats. <sighs> Good stats.
1: Oh, stats. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. And yeah, like Jay said, don't forget, at Sportsmate. Uh, send him a tweet. Uh, let's, yeah. I think we all should just... Uh, I don't I don't want to, like, rustle him, but, like... <laughs> it would be good to think of like, some quantifiable, obscure thing that you could suddenly send him on a mission to wrestle up. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I want to see. Uh, now... The um, round 17, of course, has come and gone and uh, panned out as follows on uh, Thursday Night Football. The canterbury down Bulldogs, 24, to feed the Roosters, 20. And the uh, Doggies had uh, tries to Curtis Rona, double to Brett Morris, uh, Josh Jackson also tries uh, by four of four conversions. Defeating the Roosters, 20, with double to Daniel Tupo and uh, Latrell Mitchell also with a try. And we had uh, SST, one of two conversions. Jackson Hastings with a conversion. Also, he got penalty goal and SST also with a penalty goal. Kickers everywhere. Take it away.
2: Yeah, see, um, fuck, this game seems like a long time ago. Fucking long. Just, well, it's almost I a week. almost, almost the week ago. Seems like it was almost a week ago. <laughs> um, the, to their credit, the Roosters actually looked to be, um, in control for for most of this game. It was weird. At at any time, they looked like they were gonna go and run away with it, but but they just yep. they just had a a real problem finishing off the the Dogs are definitely. Struggling in the halves. Yep. You know, they're, they're dominant in most other aspects of the field. But just over the last, I'd say, four weeks, um, Mbai's fucking gone into his shell like a Blakely in winter. And uh, and, and Reynolds has, has never had a fantastic kicking game. He's, yep. he's more of a running half. Uh, but again, this week, when they, when they came good, it was off the back of T-Rex and Big Sam. So at least those guys have have stood up and and shown that they can be leaders in the club with their actions. Um, but they're, they're
1: still they're still not going to re-sign him though. Old T Rex.
2: That's confirmed. <laughs> I don't, I don't, as far as I know, they're not going to re-sign him. Yeah. Okay. Um, inter I'm not sure that there would be too many clubs, as long as the the money was was right. Yeah. That wouldn't be happy to have him. Um, as as long as it's it's fairly clear that he's on a, a one year deal. Yeah. I think T-Rex on a one-year deal's... Problem is, the problem is, you just don't... You just never know what you're going to get with him. Oh, yeah, definitely. But if he's on that one-year deal, it's a better way to... To, oh, if to, to he's, lessen if, your risk. If
1: he's, if he's constantly playing... Yeah, but the thing is, if he's playing for a contract this year, he's not exactly fucking tearing shit up. He's had two good games probably all season. So... Mm. Uh, like in theory, it's, it'd be great to to get him into a mindset where he's always playing for a new deal <laughs> with zero job security. Yeah. But even that's not working. But uh,
2: it, it was a fairly sloppy game all round. You know, both the teams completed under eighty uh, percent, and kicking was was the Roosters' difference It would have only put them two points behind. And then who knows what that would have done to the Dogs mentally? Yeah, uh, not not having the lead, but. Uh, the the dogs have have done the up, down, up, down, up, down all year. Yep. They've had a couple of good games in a row, but if this was their down week, they uh, they should be up that's for that's a big one this week. Still
1: getting away with two points anyway. Yep. Wally Frogmore. Pierce finally found that his charm on dogs didn't result the way it did before. <laughs> hash it <laughs> to the pound or pound town. <laughs> uh, Mario Seigs. If New South Wales are bored of the hash Redemptison story... The redempt Pierce juggernaut certainly looked the goods tonight. Yeah, but they didn't pick him, did they? Mm. GT351 underscore John's ugly, and we played average for most of the game, yet we won, and the Chooks lost. Sucked in dog-bothering Pierce and sticky-finger Fergo. You can always count on GT. Yeah, Come in and grok it up. Friday night football. Home game for the Broncos. Home night <laughs> for the Broncos. Melbourne Storm 48 feed the Broncos. Six in front of 44,500 people at Suncorp. And the uh, Storm tries to Proctor, Morgan, a uh, hat-trick to Gunigugu, Vunivalu, Chase Blair with a double, and uh, Cora Betty also tries Cameron Smith, eight of eight conversions. Defeating the Broncos, six, A tries to James Roberts, and a conversion to Corey Parker.
2: Yeah, the first half of this game, it started in a very, very similar fashion to the, the West Tigers game they played last week. Uh, yeah. The, the Storm just looked, looked sort of that half step off, a little bit disjointed, and the, the Broncos, I'd say, got into their rhythm. A little bit earlier. Um, but And then that stopped. <laughs> then that stopped and and the storm were just like a tap again. Yep. They they put on, you know, three or four tries in very quick succession. It was it was just a, a pointer Palooza. Yep. And racing the clock. Then the Broncos came back through Roberts and that was the moment when okay, this happened last week and the Broncos are are probably a better quality side. Um, yeah, I didn't, feel, I didn't get that
1: at all. That they, were the getting, they were just getting absolutely fucking pumped. <laughs> that, that's oh, right. yeah. I, didn't, I never I never felt like. But oh, the, here we go. They could turn it but around. the way here
2: the it. storm just slowed down yeah. last week in the second half. Yep, yep. Um, that that lead was definitely definitely claw for the Broncos. Um, but, but
1: not the Broncos of, of uh, June slash July two thousand sixteen.
2: And especially the the Broncos with with the players out at a position that they had, with not even before the game. So losing Oates yep. was always going to hurt them. Um, and Gunigugu and Korabedi just absolutely tore those guys up on the edges. Yep. You know the the try that that Korobiti scored, where where he plucked the ball right out of Nikurima's hand, was a a really yep. good analogy of that whole game. Korabedi was doing it at a hundred miles an hour, full strength, yep. full force. Yep. And Nick Arim was out of position, didn't look comfortable, and and just didn't didn't uh, have the minerals to get it done.
1: Lynn Shields, a stormer, Roger in DeBronco, still nothing to compare to the Manly Ring of Seagulls, Roger in the Storm two thousand eight, forty nil. <laughs> <laughs> get it in there, the loose dealers. Now I fucking hate Melbourne, but at least they contributed to the betterment of the human race tonight. <laughs> Mr. Underscore Wars, I fucking love the Broncos. We've been very blessed for so many years. Even when we suffer, it's honestly not that bad versus other clubs. That's really like, it was always the fetus, like, it was, you know what I mean? Like, is accepting, like, the end or something.
2: Your text messages tell a different story, my friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe you should read some of those out. Uh, Cruzy06, uh, hashtag got nothing. Ash, meetings for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday afternoon, the Warriors 27 defeated the Titans 18 at Mount Smart. Just touched over 15,000 in attendance. The Warriors 27 came from tries to Blakey Ashford, uh, Lola Hayer, Sean Johnson, Bodine Thompson, um, Isaac Luke, three or four conversions, a couple of penalty goals, and Sean Johnson with the field goal. The Titans 18 came from tries to Josh Hoffman, Nene McDonald, and Cameron Cullen. Tyron Roberts, two or three conversions, and a
2: penalty goal. Sean Johnson. He, uh... He's one of those players that that I really love watching play. Yep. But he frustrates the fuck out of me. It, it's you. You know what he's capable of, and you know what he can do to opposition defenses. Yep. And it's not like you expect him to score a try on every single play. It, it's not that it sounds sport like it sounds. That. It sounds like you do. But it sounds like you do though. You know the 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 solo try that he scored where he he looked like. The uber talented under nines kid, yep, and ran through a thousand people and and didn't need any support and put the ball down himself. Um, again, and I know I say this a lot, but I I would love to see what he's capable of under a top tier coach. I would love to see that. I'd, I'm really starting to to get that. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think he'll ever leave the Warriors. Yeah, I don't I think he will either. And, and I don't think the Warriors are going to attract a a top tier coach anytime soon. But uh, in terms of, of this game, it, it just goes to show that that if he's on song, um, he's one of those players that, that defences fear and, and respect enough that he's going to cause trouble every time he handles the ball. Uh, I, I would like to see the Warriors build some options away from him. Yeah. Uh, it, it's going to get to that stage like the Cowboys were um, for a lot of years. That everyone knew that if you could just shut down JT you could shut down the Cowboys. Yeah, yep. And it's only been after they had some some viable options outside of him that uh, that they've started to come good. But Go to the next level, you yeah. know, next year they, they should hopefully hopefully get RTS back. Um and and that gives them a little bit more punch. But for the Titans we are back to recorded Titans reviews. Yep. <laughs> Did better than you would expect. But unfortunately, didn't get enough to get the yeah. job done i got a tweet about that as well. <laughs> yeah, so um, look, I don't know how many uh, Dalian points Ryan James got out of that one. No, he's probably scuttled his fucking beard the week after we talking him <laughs> Maybe He just fucked himself up. After everyone's gone and punted on him for
1: that. <laughs> I dare say that was the turning point of the game. <laughs> Eddie NZ uh, With my own two eyes, I score Aichman and Hoffman, score length of the field tries. Is this what LSD is like? Am I tripping balls? Uh, at occupied Duckburg. Okay, MUP. The Titans did much better against this opposition than everyone thought they would but they didn't do enough to close out the (laughs) match (laughs) D. Mateo very hard to cheer for someone when you've been calling them a shit cunt all season good try Hvid you didn't drop it (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: and fantasy underscore NRL CEO um, Jay is going to be having a fit looking at Lawton's hair today and uh, I've got a picture to remind you in case you've forgotten a nice big picture of his hair so there you go that's a kind of like a urban samurai sort of it's not a bun but it's the, it's like, like it's like a a man bun that undercuts shaved it's like a, a man man
2: bun fucked a rat's tail or something it's horrible
1: <laughs> yeah and then put on the armor and
2: fucking pledged fealty to its lord and then yeah. become a samurai it looks like what Tom Cruise did in that movie where he was one of the last samurais yeah exactly what was that movie called <laughs> <laughs> It's not, it's not the proper samurai one. It's the the white guy ripoff.
1: <laughs> that just reminds me of um, on the Chappelle show when um, when Paul Moody did that. Uh, oh fucking what did he call the segment? But it was the one where he's like. I can't remember if it was one where he was like sort of the Nostradamus sort of thing, like telling the future, or, but he was talking about, <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was one where he was trying to pretend he was looking into the future, and Paul Mooney said something like, um, so after, after like you know, Daniel Day-Lewis is you know, the last of the Mohicans, and Tom Cruise's Last is, is, is the last samurai, uh, Tom Hanks is going to do a movie called The Last Never on
4: Earth,
1: <laughs> something, to that, something to that effect, but uh, I'll have to find YouTube, that one actually, um, moving right along. Saturday, Saturday afternoon, the West Tigers 34 defeat the Penrith Panthers 26. J ten and a half thousand people there in ANZ Stadium, they filled that fucker up. Um, the Tigers double to Simona See your manifling. I got a try Nofaluma, Rankin, Robbie Farry himself,
2: <laughs>
1: Moses 46 conversions and a penalty goal. Panthers, their twenty six game for tries to Mansell, Fisher-Harris, Mirren, and Yo. Uh,
2: Nathan Cleary, 4-4 conversions and a penalty goal. Well. West Tigers did nothing to win this game. Nothing they did actually got them to the win. Oh, yeah. None of their players did anything spectacular. Oh, this is the angle we're going, is it? None of their players, <laughs> none of their players did anything remarkable. Okay. The only thing that West Tigers had to do to win that game was be the team that played Penrith that week? <laughs> but you sort of built it like you know you you, you built a lead. Oh, it, a reasonable one too. At that, it, well, th- there needed to be a reality check in Penrith after the last couple oh, of weeks because you've
1: been so. under, because you've been undefeated all season, soaring.
2: No, 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 <laughs> no. no. Um, around defence, okay. Around defence, there's a lot of young guys out there who are very, very skilled attacking players, and we've. One games based on some yeah, highlight real worthy stuff. Yep, definitely some highlight real worthy stuff. Uh, but there's been a lack of appreciation for defence. So, you know, um, in in all in all realism, I thought that West Tigers played a a very very smart game of football. Um, that obviously studied Penrith and how they play very very well, probably better than any other team we've come up against. This year, that was evident by the amount of fucking intercepts they had on us. <laughs> they certainly watched. They, 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 Bryce Cartwright played himself out of a development jersey. Oh, fucking development. Don't even <laughs> be fucking started on development jerseys. Fucking good on Penrith for pulling him out of Origin camp and giving them the finger too. Yeah, that, that's that's face saving. He was dropped from being development player because they're like, holy fuck. I mean, there's
1: development, <laughs> and there's like fucking tearing a building down and building the car up from scratch again. We um, we we ain't, we ain't about that. Yeah, it's
2: game three. It's one game. Now this, this is the other. Beef of God, why the fuck are they playing him at six? He He's not yep. a number six. Uh, Through lack of viable options. But we, we had absolutely no respect for the football at all. We completed it under 70% for that yep. game. And that is absolutely woeful. It was self-destructive because when you start to play that throw-it-around, throw-it-around style of football... Yeah. Against another team who is equally as yep. skilled in that aspect. Yep. You know, you, you throw that shit around a team like Canterbury, then, then you're okay, yeah. Then, okay, you fuck it up and move on, bit of defence, and, and they'll just roll forward a bit. You do it against the West Tigers, and they're going to score length of the field tries on you every fucking time. Um, so, Tedesco proved why. Um, He's the, the second choice for New South Wales after Lockie Coot. Um, But, uh, you yeah, know, very, very well done to the West Tigers. Fucking Penrith better do nothing but defensive training for the next week. And uh, playing like that, even against an origin-riddled Cronulla, I don't hold much hope. Jeez. Where's the where's the, the, real dad,
1: the, where, where's the real dad optimism? I'm on the fucking edge. You're on the edge of becoming an AFL fan. <laughs> fucking
2: hell. No, um, I'm not on the
1: edge of that. But, yeah, the uh, edge of
2: a prolapsed anus, is that what you're saying? Oh, no, I, I didn't even have roids in this game. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, there that was was, was, once they started going, I mean, there was like... Yeah. There, I mean, the lead was, you know, far greater than... My little
2: headgear-wearing Royd popped out and had a look at the score and went, fuck, well, not this week. Back <laughs> yeah. in. Well, see you. <laughs> see you after the winner. <laughs> uh,
1: at White Pie. This Tigers-Panthers game is like your real dad turning up to give your stepdad a lesson and showing your stepdad he lacks X-Factor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that, that's this far from yeah. saying, I bet you won't read this tweet out on the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and when just, people do that, that's just, like... Just completely... Yeah, there's nothing in that tweet. There's plenty, though, for me to read to you. (laughs) M51 of order. Does a thumping of a second team get wiped away with an okay win of the first team? I don't know. Glenn's not sitting here to ask that one. Cruzy06. You know real dads win over stepdads every time. Ash bros before stephos. Uh, Actually, (laughs) your dad's not your bro, mate. (laughs) Like
2: and I don't know what sort of weird fucked up family dynamic that hashtag have. only makes sense in Tasmania quite frankly if if your brother's fucking your mother and your dad's your bro well then you know obviously you have some sort of weird mm. bond slash disciplinarian freaking strange daddy issues thing going on I think it goes beyond daddy <laughs> issues
1: if, like, if you're saying that your mother's fucking your brother <laughs> I mean that's yeah no <laughs> Mick the Perm, our X-Factor tonight, was being shit. He's right. Finally, we're we're there. And Glenn, had to get one from Glenn in there. (laughs) Look, when all is said and done, old dad just has that X-Factor that new dad just can't match.
2: It takes substance, not suits. (laughs) Substance. So instead of actually coming out with anything intelligent to say, you fucking crawled out of your snowing, crusted flower garden up in Toowoomba <laughs> to come in and throw in a bullshit phrase that means nothing without being able to come up with anything original yourself. Don't,
1: you're looking at me like I'm speaking for Glenn or something.
2: Well, well who speaks for real dad? <sighs> That's dad.
1: A small portion of Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where are we? The uh, Sharkies. 34. Defeat the Eels, 24. At Reclaim Australia Stadium, a crowd of just under 20,000 in attendance. Sharky's 34, a double to Fecky, a double to Latelli, a double to Beal. Maloney, four of six conversions and a penalty goal. The Eels, 24, came from a hat-trick to Bevan French. Danny Wicks also got over the line. And uh, Gordon, four of four conversions.
2: Yeah, if you... you, They dared the dream for a bit. Well, if you hadn't read a newspaper or seen the internet or been living in a cave or yep. somewhere else. You would be forgiven for turning this game on and thinking that the Eels were just continuing the, the way they started the year, albeit with a few players out. Yep. They they had the the same intensity they started the season with. They they came out, they were hitting hard, they, they were getting up in defence. Um but the the Sharks as as touch and go as it was there in a, in a couple of places for them yep. um, just just showed that they they were a, a much better polished unit and could keep their heads together yep. when things got tough um, it, it's a couple of games though where I've said that it's good that the Sharks could win ugly Yeah. they need to get out of that habit of winning ugly now they know they can do it and they can pull that out when it comes to finals time and they get into those real struggles Yep. Um, but there's a lot to be said for that psychological advantage yep. that you have being the number one team. Yep. Um, the Broncos had that at the beginning of the year, and they've blown it. Yep. The Cowboys definitely have it, and the Sharks have it at the moment too. Too many more performances where where uh, you know bottom eight teams are are coming back at them in a big way, and they're only just scraping through, and that'll that'll damage that uh, that armor out there. Um, the the Sharks look like a team that have have grown together. Like you talk about Melbourne. Yep. Um, and, and Melbourne are a good example. The, the majority of Melbourne are, are behavioural-based players. They all know exactly what to do, when to do it, go out there and just execute this this specific thing. And if everybody executes this specific thing, As then the a group whole, whole machine for moves forward. Yep. Um, the Sharks looks like a, a group that have very quickly become used to each other. And I don't know what it is about. Much like the Matty Johns
1: era team where those guys became used to each other <laughs> mostly by by standing in a, in a room masturbating once you've
2: had an erection next to another man <laughs> the dynamic changes and the relationship is, is forged once you've seen another man's helmet in your peripheral vision or you, just to front and centre like. then you know where he is on the field in relation to you it's like, your, a- it's like your Eskimo brother radar <laughs>
1: It's like, a, it's like a, it's like a lifelong bond forged, forged
2: in turgid flesh. Um, but no, they 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 look like they're they're playing instinctively together. Yep. Um, and uh, and I think that's one of the, the big reasons for their success. All right. Um, where are we? The,
1: uh of course, Slippy underscore eel. Do I get a bag of dicks or do I have to send a bag of dicks? <laughs> Hashtag so many dicks. <laughs> no, so you received a bag of dicks. It's actually of like a consolation prize. Mm. Um, Voodoo Rock. Fuck it. Not even angry anymore. Our club is a mess, but the team is still having a dig each week. Can't ask for more than that. Mm. Sexy underscore Bethany, 97. Uh, semi came back from Fiji just in time for some bags of dicks. And uh, Mitch Doyle, 13. We didn't really talk about Semi, do we? But... Um, he got arrested. Yeah, yeah, arrested. Uh, pled not guilty. Got some charges. Not guilty. I didn't just want to go through the whole because f- yeah. when you start, you start repeating yourself every week. When you start talking about yeah. the same shit. It's going to resolve itself one way or the other, and no doubt we'll report upon yeah. you know, what the outcome is. And, yeah, yeah. And
2: just, for, just for all of those fuckers that want to go out there about the innocent un- until proven guilty thing. Yeah, that actually started off, you know, in ancient societies where the penalty for most shit was death, or at the <laughs> very least. Having your hands chopped off. Yeah, but it's still the way it is, though. <laughs> it's the way, it is, the way it is. Yeah, but what it actually refers to is that the burden of proof is on the accuser. It's not yeah. saying that everyone should believe he didn't do it.
1: No, no, but everyone shouldn't pass judgment until they, until they uh, you know, establish no, the facts of the situation. That's what, what it is. No,
2: what it means is that the courts cannot pass judgment until they've established <laughs> the fact. <laughs> That's very, very, very different. Yeah, but Very what I'm different. saying is, you can have it's all a the good way to. The a, world. Yeah, what I'm saying is, you
1: can have your opinion, but I mean, yeah, it's a good way to be, right? Because I would rather be be too late to fucking bury somebody yeah. than to be out there, you know, like front and center yeah, and look yeah. like an absolute fucking goose there's, when the facts of the matter come to there, light. There's
2: the philosophical question. Mm-hmm. There's a hundred people. Yeah, one of them's innocent. Would you send a hundred of them to jail? including that one innocent person, to make sure that no criminal was unpunished? Or would you let 90 of them go to jail knowing that you've let free the one innocent person and nine criminals?
1: (laughs) That's actually completely irrelevant to the situation. And not only that, it's a really fucking weird... (laughs) A weird example. I mean, like, like, the, the way your, your story, the way it should go, is: Do you send all of them to jail so you know for a fact you got the the guilty person out of the hundred, or do you let them all free? No,
2: no, no, no there's so, one innocent person, not one guilty. Person. Oh, okay, so okay, so uh, yeah, do you send all of them to jail and know that one innocent person's gone to jail? Yeah, I could live with that. Actually, that's ninety nine versus one. <laughs> that's, <laughs>
1: that's, that's probably that's a rational transaction. There you go. <laughs>
2: look i I like to have a little bit of faith in our policing system uh in that in these cases they don't go off half cocked in uh, in too many cases
1: oh there's yeah there there's a lot of stories out in this one I don't know if you've seen too many of the the I don't want to go so far as to say facts yet mm. but I mean there have been statements made by people you know, various people not directly involved but people around it who would be you know appraised of the situation yeah I, was, I just wonder. I'm very keen to see how this one come. How this yeah, one resolves itself because the it's, it, there seems to be some interesting things being stated at the moment. Mm. So, and obviously it's going to be caught and we're going to hear all this shit anyway. Yep. So we'll get to it then. Um, Where off? So whose fucking tweet was this? Sorry, mate. Mitch Dor thirteen. We went way off topic mm. then. Bevan French is insured. He'll have his pick of clubs after the para Eels inevitably dissolve and/or are forced to merge. Good young talent, isn't he? Fast as fuck. Got some speed, that young lad. Yeah. yeah. I take him, then the old the usual, you know, manly take. Me. <laughs> yeah. We'll send you some old, uh, old broken down, fucking degenerates, and, and yeah, we'll take some take some good youngsters out. Uh, I'm very I, happy to do I that. I
2: know you, before you do that, when your current form, you need to uh, pick a couple of Penrith players to take before you start looking at Parramatta. Well,
1: hopefully, yeah, we'll send some of these degenerate Penrith players out.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, Appy's App, starting. He's we'll get to he's, he's starting to come around though. Yeah. But um, the Canberra Raiders 29 to be the Newcastle Knights 25. Down in Canberra, crowd of just over 9,500, and fuck me dead. The Raiders is 29. Tries the techno-viking, Jack White and double to Croker, Jordan Rapana, critically. Um,
2: That's we coming have, back on.
1: Oh, Caesar, a conversion. Croker, with three. Austin with a field goal. The Knights, they're 25. Sione Mataudia, Corbin Sims, Jake Mammo, and Peter Mataudia. Oh, Actually, I forgot. Peter's actually made Utah. Peter made Utah.
2: Hmm. Is that like the involved form of
1: Matt Utah? I was just remember on the radio, like you would hear commentators like the same game, like, <laughs> playing against each other when he was playing with the Dragons. And you're like, <laughs> I don't understand. Um understand. Hodgkinson, three or four conversions at a penalty goal. And also he got the field goal. So obviously his hooker was providing adequate service. just
2: saying. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Yeah, look, for for Newcastle fans, obviously no no sane Newcastle fan thought they were going to come and and set the world on fire or or be actual contenders this year. But all
1: sane Rugby League fans, though, (laughs)
2: would have thought at the lead they had (laughs) that they were going to finally... look, a a team's not going to go from from zero to to beating a top eight side, especially when they've been playing like Canberra overnight. Um, if they were playing a, a second last or a third last, maybe they would have kept that win. Um, but from Newcastle's point of view, all you can hope for is that there is some improvement week on week, and that they take the positive things out of the game and and try and build on those yeah I feel like they're in such a delicate state
1: that was one I think mentally I think they really fucking needed it
2: oh dear god and I
1: think and especially when they got into that they needed it anyway but then when they get into the position they're in then they I think it's going to be so detrimental to mentally
2: that's the job of Nathan Brown yeah is to get them to accept what they did and and need to work on as opposed to what they did Watch
1: need 75 to, minutes of the game for the video session that's you know, all.
2: Nathan Brown with his massive amounts of success as a player um, his <laughs> teams that lived up to their potential every single year. He should be all over it. He's the man for the job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um oh, and the end of that game was some of the most Amazing <laughs> shit. I mean, we got into our usual golden point. Um, you know, crap field goal. You know, yeah. field goals on. You know, shit. Well, I mean, you know, shit goalathon. Hmm. And and at that point, once it got to the golden point, I think that um, Canberra were always going to win the game. Yes. But to predict the way... like They got themselves into field goal position a couple of times, whereas the Knights never quite got themselves into that position where yeah. they were, where they had a really proper good shot at it, you know. And, um, Knights had a couple of shots that they... The, sorry, the, the Raiders had a couple of shots that they squandered. Yep. But then for the ending with a fucking squandered field goal from Blake Austin, uh, field goal attempt from Blake Austin, and then it just faded oh. to the right and Rapana to chase it hard... Get the crazy bounce back into the, towards him to jump up, leap, grab it, put, and then manage to put the ball down before the dead you ball know, line. Th- there is that saying, "You make your own luck." Well, you know what? And chase the fucking ball. I mean, like yeah. there was there was a couple of nights around there, but none of them were particular. You know, they were clearly hoping it rolled dead that's to it. get the seven tackles set. Yep. But maybe play what's in front of you, dude. And you know.
2: And that's the thing, <sighs> you know. After after eighty four minutes or whatever it was. Yep. I know you fucked. Yep. I know you got nothing left in the tank, yep. And I know that 99 times out of 100, that ball's going just gotta go four in, over, rows and, deep, and roll it. Yep. Or uh, or just go over the dead ball, one bounce. Yep. over Yep. But that fucking one time, it doesn't. And defeat the guy. Just heartbreaking. Defeat the guy. Um, you know the stats are pretty even for this game. the The possession was almost dead even, or, or dead even, um, depending on on your source. Um, completion was pretty good for both teams. It. It was probably just a, a little bit of experience on the side of the, the Raiders, you know. Blake Austin. Yep. Back to his defence ripping destroying domination in.
1: back to his maybe if Adam Reynolds is injured select him as best. Yeah,
2: if if only there was a representative team that needed a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck me. Um obviously his Icelandic brethren doing well. Yep. Yep. Picked him. Yep. And he got That's through. But um
1: how good was that Iceland shit though? You know, I see the reception they got when they, with the fucking Viking fucking no. clap thing. Oh man, it's
2: terrific. Yeah, terrific. Nice. Um, but yeah, what what the fuck else does Black Austin have to do?
1: Like you know, probably get a better enough. fucking hairstyle. I mean, yeah. he's a fucking disgrace of a human, really. Like <laughs> the way he presents himself. Maybe if he tied himself up a bit for the cameras. That's the oh. only thing I can imagine.
2: No, 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 not at all. I, I think you know. Again, if you if he's playing like he's playing then he's he's not a fucking Mitch Rain he's he's not a Debelland no he's not constantly fucking things but um you could you could be forgiven for saying that okay in his position he was not one of the the top two form players at the moment yep so we didn't select him for state of origin yep he didn't fit the coach's game plan to get a bench spot yep uh, even as a utility so we didn't pick him for origin but in a side with injuries take the injuries out of it the fact that they
1: are picking people like Bird and in game one Walker
2: yeah as utility
1: role players fuck out
2: of here with that bullshit exactly um, and and even the news today like I, I am a massive Matt Moylan fan yeah and love everything that he brings to my club but I have no fucking clue on God's green earth why he has been pulled back into that state of origin team. Young Darren Lockyer in uh, the halves. He's making his move. <laughs> but, uh, you know, even Gus came out on Twitter earlier yeah. and said, no, he's not a number six. Yeah. So... Why? Why the person who runs the fucking club he plays yeah, for? Yeah, that's
1: cold, Gus. Maybe you shouldn't say a shit in public. You can fuck a kid's mind up doing that. Well, fuck it. Even the boss doesn't think I'm a... up to this shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what am I gonna do? Um, um, oh, I think yeah. you'd be used to Gus. Gus having a bit of real talk if you're around him. Yeah,
1: but it's generally um, real talk. You know, coded in in such a way that you know it benefits his business interests and things like that. You know but, what I mean?
2: Look, I, I think what Gus was saying from that tweet was no, he's a fullback. Yeah, you know, he he not saying that he couldn't. Playing the hearts but saying no, he's a he's a fullback. They
1: should yeah. pick up at six. And Gus, Gus, with you know massive Origin coaching success and experience, and and you know the powerful role at Penrith, and and Moylan's sitting there in his blue jersey in the lead up to the game, where he can hear the you know the the fucking pre-match entertainment firing yeah, yeah, yeah. up, and he's sitting there, last thoughts before the match going through his head. And he's like, "Fuck, the big guy doesn't think I'm up to this. What the fuck am
2: I going to do?" If he's got any fucking minerals, he'll say, well, I'll get out there and prove him wrong. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I don't, more more it doesn't take me as that guy. Otherwise, I'll end
2: up like Jamie playing for the London Broncos.
1: <laughs> and then Gus comes out and goes, well, what a fucking selfless human he is. He's one of the most amazing legends yeah. of Penrith history. What a god of Penrith he is. Even though he's probably the one that's like, you got to get rid of this guy. you got to get this motherfucker to England somehow. <laughs> if you don't do it, Griffin, by fucking Christ, i <laughs> fantasy underscore NRL CEO I just caught Jay's hemorrhoids that'll happen when down 22 nil to the spooners. is enough to claw it back one wobbly kick at a time uh, Red Bull Raiders bullet dodged yes Adrian underscore Maitland the Raiders win by the skin of a bee's dick. What ointment does Jay recommend for my pulsating sphincter hemorrhage? <laughs> deep heat. I recommend deep heat. Deep heat. That's like a that's like a penance thing. That's like, self, like you know, whipping yourself.
2: <laughs> like that's what you do being a Penrith fan. Yeah. You stick the deep heat on your sphinct, and then your mantra is "Can only get better, can only get better, can only get better," until the pain subsides. Do you follow?
1: Defo- then eat like you know, like a bunch of like fucking like. Yeah, like habaneros and salsa and shit as well. So you're just damaging yourself from inside <laughs> and out.
2: <laughs> I dip my Tim Tams in ghost chilli sauce. <laughs> my scotch fingers.
1: Oh, fucking hell. <coughs> Tall Hayden. I heard that on the way to the ground, the hitchhiker told Blake Austin to fake a field goal chip for Rapana in extra time. Smart, Smart hitchhiker. Mr. Palmer Teacher Lesson 1 If you have a lead You have to keep it No using the inexperienced Player excuse from the Knights It's harsh But he's a Knights fan He's right And I've had to include This tweet from Cavernous Hope Tweeted this Well into the game Probably 10 minutes From the end maybe <laughs> I'm on the phone To the Mayor of the Shire To see if I can purchase Some bags of dicks To distribute <laughs> Hashtag One in a row Yeah not quite. Oh, you went off a little bit early.
2: Rookie mistake.
1: North Queensland Cowboys 20 to feed the South Sydney Rabbitohs. A nil at Barlow Park. A crowd of just a hair under 15,000 uh, in attendance. Uh, the Cowboys tries to JT, Matty Scott and uh, Javid Bowen. Thurston, two or three conversions and a couple of penalty goals and the Rabbitohs, sweet, fuck, all, or nothing.
2: The Souths are getting very close to having their own Titan-esque pre-recorded review. <laughs> Which basically says... They're fucked this year. <laughs> the end, the Burgesses are shades of what they used to be. At most parts of the game, South looked to be dominant in the middle third of the field, but unfortunately couldn't find a way to build any continued pressure or turn that into points. And that pretty much sums up this one. The you know, Souths, their forward pack knows what to do. Their, their forward right. pack gets up and, and they play with a lot of intensity and a lot of effort, but there's just... No option for them to turn that into points. Yep. Um, you know, you even look at when they when they almost came back on parents last week. Their their creative options were for for Burgess to have have running running from from ten meter out. Yep. Crash balls, but um, the the Cowboys showed again um, that that scary thing that there's still that Jonathan Thurston that that can control everything this was the Thurston like
1: like back in the days when he had no
2: options this is the Thurston does everything like fucking hell and it you know he's still got you know players like Coot around him to to default to when he needs to when he needed to in this game but with no Morgan around, he was just right. Just just like fuck everybody. This. Like yeah. yeah,
1: here we go. Get yeah. on my back, boys. We're
2: going for a ride. It's like like in Terminator, and <laughs> yeah. he just walks through the, the hail of fucking <laughs> bullet shooting people <laughs> one by one. He's yeah. just, um, and and really, again, I think psychologically, puts them up with the Sharks as as one of the top two teams to beat. Yep, it now seems to be a two horse race. For, for who people consider the Storm are there or thereabouts, but their, their recent games against West didn't help them much. Um, yeah, but then
1: they came out and absolutely fucking destroyed the fucking Broncos. They but yeah, did. They, 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 were, they were tired after Origin, the guys got a proper t- decent turnaround, and then they came out and showed what happened when well rested. Right, Yeah, But you again, I mean? that
2: that's probably taken a, a little bit of the sting out of that win by the fact that the Broncos are in a, a little bit of a decline at the yeah. moment.
1: But the Broncos also had had just a few origin excuses. Yeah. And in fact, the thing that we didn't mention about that Broncos game is that McCulloch was back and I was like, oh yeah, he'll fucking sort him out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Um, now, didn't get any tweets about this game. And my theory, my working theory on this is that I think that that Canberra game fucking killed Twitter. Like, everyone was just like... They just jizz basically and just they were all spent and they were just like they had they basically you know, fell to after that fell asleep after that one and that's fine. Um Monday night footbitch, the mighty Manly Seagulls thirty six, defeated the St George Illawarra Dragons six at Brookvale Oval, shit crowd under ten grand there. But the Seagulls thirty-six tries to the greeniest Nathan Green, <laughs> double to Dylan Walker, double to George Tafour, Jamie Bure and Braden William also with tries, Uh line, three of six conversions, uh, and a penalty goal, defeating Dragon six, Josh Dugan with a try, and with, with the conversion.
2: Mate, I'll default to you on this one, <laughs> I was uh, knee-deep in reports for most this game of this game. Is fucking, it's fucking jizz-tastic,
1: it's almost like, when shit just clicks... And it just clicked, and um, the Dragon started very, very well. Like, their first minute was fucking... It was like, oh, fuck, here we go again. But, that's as good as it got for the Dragons all night. And in Manly, basically, they, they, they controlled possession, they completed a fuckload of sets, started dominating field position without a hell of a lot of reward, and then the tries started coming. And when the tries started coming, then, you know, then more tries started coming, and so on and so on. And um, and it just basically... It, it just went from there. Those was a fucking great... Try, the... the thing i like the best best about this game was we got to see the future coming to life with tommy turbo fullback and the way that he was working up the middle with his brother as well like with the offloads and shit um up the middle but then he also was chipping in on the left hand side of the field in attack like you know when 20 mm. minutes out like brett stewart would he uh, he put uh, tafua in for a great try with a, a great cutout ball from you know like you know 20 meter cutout pass and also tafua's pleasingly he's got his confidence back as well he was running it back like a beast again and that pass that he did take i mean it was a great it was a it was a great pass uh from from uh, tommy turbo but by the time it got out to the wing you know where he was it was it was like a foot off the ground too so it had to be it, was, it had to be a really good take to 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 uh scoop it up and, and get in for the try so,
2: so you're saying tommy turbo throws passes like he runs everyone thinks it's really fast and great He's well, actually got no strength or power behind it.
1: When he's actually on, when he, considering he's actually gonna, he's deferring ankle surgery until the end of the season so he can keep playing, uh, there was a, a, an intercept or a break from Khalifa 5 Law, who was away. It was one of those ones where the guy's never going to get caught until, of course, he got mowed down by Tommy Turbo, who was like one of the last starters and, and got him. So uh, he dispelled all that, uh, that bullshit.
2: So um, from, from a Manly fan's point of view, yes, if Brett Stewart is fit... For the balance of the year, yep. Where do you him? or do you do you have him in your starting side? No. Nah. Unless and,
1: unless there's, unless they get to the bottom of what's the, you know what's the problem? Because clearly, I don't think it's I don't think it's physical. I think it's mental. He, he's just sad. I think I think he's just got he's just got you know he just might have caused some of that like depression that's going around. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, but it's that time of year. He's he's definitely not right though. So I think you know I'm I'm happy for him to have have time off, and if he and if he can come back. And actually play the way that, we, you know, like, if, if, if he's mentally there and, like, and just physically competes, like, the way we know, then he'll be fine. Is, that, is that the
2: right thing for him, though? Like, if it is that thing if he's got no friends at the club anymore, because all his mates are either retired members of the Eels training staff, <laughs> or is um, taking him out of that environment and removing him further the solution to getting him back in full form. I don't know. I mean it's a results driven business. You got
1: to win <laughs> fucking games, right? I mean, you can't I mean, you can't just carry someone. You can't carry someone who's who's yep. out of form. Yep. For you know, and like I mean, like I love the dude and, he, and like his he's you know, legacy is amazing and it's actually you know, if he has to sit out a couple of, a couple of games so he doesn't fucking completely destroy his legacy then Great. I'd rather I'd rather remember him as a, as the genius player and and not the dude that somehow was an automatic selection for like you know the last half of the of, of his last season and you know and played absolutely shit and everyone could see that you know that he shouldn't have been there yeah. considering
2: time. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, it, it is unfortunate that if he is having one of those prima donna moments that he doesn't have the cloud he once had. Like seasons past, Manly were a shadow of themselves when he wasn't playing. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now, if he's Oh look, you know I'm not happy, and I want this, this, this. They'll be like, "Well, yeah, sorry, al- mate, we've got it to." It almost felt like Just there here. was
1: like a message delivered too, from like the the young, like you know, like DCE, Dylan Walker, Bura, the Turbos. Um, Matty Parcell wasn't there, obviously, but Appy, he seems to be like one of those kind of guys as well. And they seen it's, it was actually a real good glim- glim- glimpse into the future. Jamie Bura fucking length of the field try, made yeah. a break to him, he's out, <laughs> and they they were starting to close in on him by the end. But I mean, this is. He's a forward man. Like, I like that the field try. I tries. did see that
2: um, when I looked at the the highlights. Josh Dugan's defensive effort on that try.
1: Yeah. Fuck <laughs> me.
2: Just brushed.
1: <laughs> he just
2: like he yeah, missed him. Yeah, he was just
1: out. he was just out. Yeah, he
2: just sort of stopped and fell over and
1: yeah. And that was and that was really pleasing to see like bureau obviously he's had terrible run of injuries and so it was, yeah. it was great to see him get back and score like an amazing try that but the thing when he when he bounced up after scoring the try and he's like you know like you know banging on the logo on his chest and everything like that, I fucking love seeing that shit I, I fucking so love did you it.
2: you go so far as to say that these new breed are uh, Barrett's boys Well no because
1: none of them none of them really really were the like, turbo's already there Cherry was already there bureau was already there oh, they're Barrett's boys the only, now. the only one that was Barrett's boy. Was, was Parcel. I mean, he was signed, sealed, and delivered before then as well. Appy, but see, Appy, what happens with Appy? Parcell comes back. Where's Appy go? Oh, number six or seven. Can't be number six because Jamie Lyon dominated in this game. Incredible fucking player. Yeah, but he's retired. The ball, You're talking ball's looking to the future. Yeah. Lyon's gone. Well, you now, next year, app you can do Probably something. Go to Melbourne. That. But I think they're buying. I think they've got Blake Green. I think they're buying Blake Green for oh, Melbourne really? or something for 5.8. Yeah, I okay. think, but, I don't. but um, not that's not that that's the that's the scuttlebutt. But um, and the <laughs> other thing, Willie Arm putting on fucking hits like he's Steve Matai. If he wants to be Matai... if he wants to be Mattai Junior, and if and if. Laying cunts out with shoulder charges and stuff, if that's what gets him into the game, then I'm fucking all for it because he was good. <laughs> like, and and he doubled his amount of lifetime NRL wins nice. on Monday night. So, congratulations, sir. I mean, you know, you, you're somewhat, I'm sure percentage wise, you're somewhat less a curse than you were the week before. So, and yeah, but if he's if he wants to start laying cunts out, all, all for it. Uh, and, you know, because whatever gets, and Nathan Green, that guy, like, <laughs> It was funny. He plays against his old club. He's he's done two good things for us all season, and it was this game, and also he did a a, a chip and chase or a grubber and chase for, yeah. for us to beat the Broncos in in, in the last second at the, the nines at the start of the season. So look, it's it's always good to see a player Sorry. fuck their own their, their old club. It's George,
2: over. where do they go from here?
1: Down the shit, <laughs> fucking useless cards. The, 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 the commentator said this on the times at the time. they were like, I don't. I I don't know about you, but I never looked at the Dragons and thought, "Wow, they're in, they're a fucking side on the up. They're going really well at the moment." You know. We said on the show, like we clearly acknowledged, they were fortunate to get the Storm when they did. Yep. they were fortunate to get the Cowboys when they did. Yep. Both at home, both in Origin. You know, players off week or the, tired weeks, heavily depleted, heavily depleted weeks, and then they they put the the uh, a beating on um the Knights. It's fucking Knights. Yep. That form line. It, it might say win, 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 but it's not like... Yeah. And the commentator's like, wow, well, I mean, obviously the form line wasn't, you know, wasn't, you know, there's all these factors, and obviously it wasn't as convincing as you thought. I, did anyone really think that they were, like, fucking decent? Yeah. And it was like, oh, Manly Stun, fucking...
2: But if you look at, at a lot of teams down the bottom, um, you know, or, or teams that have come through rebuilding, they've built around a select number of players. Yeah. Where did the Dragons go from here? Yeah, because, I mean, it's still, it's still the same as last year, Just win with it, and what? And
1: Dugan, but he's kind of out there, so... Has it been confirmed that they've re-signed Benj? They're not, though. I don't think they are, are they? Okay. Or he's testing him, so they're, they're not... They're, oh, I'm not sure what the situation is, but are they not giving him the money he wants and he's going to, you know, test his, <laughs> his worth. But I, I read something saying that um, that the Dragons are trying to make overtures to Trent Hodkinson to poach him out of Newcastle.
2: Benji testing his value on the open market. Would should <laughs> pack of skittles. He should be more nervous than Magic Johnson testing for AIDS. <laughs>
1: <laughs> although Magic Johnson testing for AIDS. I well, that dude, geez, he proved his magic, didn't he? <laughs> I believe he's, um, I believe he's tested the test clear now. He's, he's cured. I don't know if he's cured, but he he tested like no like no trace of the of the virus. Nice,
2: nice. Uh, did you I'd, see the South Park episode?
1: I'm not sure if I did. No, they,
2: they, 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 they had a cure for AIDS. Okay. And it was just chopped up money. <laughs> and that's why Magic Johnson's still alive. <laughs> he was in his house every day. Like, just eating money. <laughs> putting cash into his ninja blender and then injecting it straight into his house. <laughs> um, uh, damn, that show. Amazing. Yeah, okay. So, so yeah, yeah we'd, we'd He's had a steady decline. He's, fuck, he's, he's a great player. Know.
1: He's just got no... Color. he's He's like Thurston in the worst days. Like he's, a, he's he's
2: not. I'm not saying he's anywhere near as good first Thurston. He's not. However, he seems to have far many far many more errors in his game than a than a Thurston or something. Yeah, he but he's
1: trying to. It's because he's got to do everything. Yeah. Because Benji's out there fucking throwing balls over the sideline, and and one thing like I've been very hard on Barrett, but whether it was him or whoever fucking coached the side for this game, did very fucking smart play. Like Benji the way they defended the, the, against the Dragons, you would have, Widdett would always play more direct mm-hmm. and so the right-hand side of the field would accommodate that yeah. and they would rush up on him and put pressure on him and, and that's why he made some mistakes because they would fucking storm, storm yep. on him, you know. But then on the left-hand side, Benji would just, you know, he'd do things just like kept drifting so they'd just keep sliding, sliding all the way to the sideline yeah. for him. Yeah. And so it was actually really, uh, and it was effective and it was, that was actually a, an example of good coaching so I will give credit for that.
2: Um, nice work, Trenty.
1: Wally Frogmore Saints got beaten but not delete my account beaten (laughs) Sexy underscore Bethany 97 I guess you guys deserve the inaugural Nathan Green Cup in honour of the greatest player to play for either club the one that got away for you Dragons Gympanzee 15 great win undefeated asterisk run starts now first on the agenda is to get the July premiership then the grand final on a blood buzz (laughs) Luke Burgess 2 from 2 in the NRL this season that's a 100% win rate according to my team of researchers Hashtag put your stats out. And uh, Luke, Luke Birch, I, and the guys like Lusick and that as well. I, all the forwards, I think, got over 100 metres. I was like, wow. Lusick actually looked like a fucking player, which I haven't seen. I haven't said that since just 2011. So <laughs> it's just weird. I'm really conflicted about it, actually. MJ Eagle 23. Manly's last win was versus Newcastle, that featured Tarek Sims. And after a seven game losing streak, it ended tonight versus the Dragons, featuring Tarek Sims.
2: <laughs> or it could be that the Cowboys gave you your diving curse and then the Cowboys ended your diving curse.
1: Or it could just be that like the Cowboys were, you know, that, that was the that was a sign of the form the form turning around and there's a little little sign in Penrith, a better sign than in the Cowboys, and then BAM it came together. Maddie McP twenty five, I might check out this AFL thing I keep hearing about. <laughs> previews origin quickly coming up uh, the team I've got here is obviously not the team that's going to take the field because there's been a change in the last 24 hours Adam Reynolds gone Moylan potentially
2: in at 7 uh, or they might bring Bird into uh, the well, halves and Moylan has been, been utility sort, the, sort of yeah he's yeah. been brought into the team yep it hasn't been confirmed where he'll play yep uh, but it's going to be him or Bird in the halves yeah with uh,
1: Maloney so and then the other one I guess is uh, yeah more utility How are you going Fuck me. Look, I'm very, ple- very pleased to see Tedesco finally get his chance. It's a shame it's in a dead rubber and everything. And So, you know, there's a different dynamic to a dead rubber as well. Hopefully the dynamic is, though, that he just fucking explodes in Queensland when the blowtorch is applied. They're kind of like, you know what I mean? It's, they've won the series. The desire to dig at the deepest moments is not, you know, going to be as strong, you would uh, think.
2: Um, I don't think so with this Queensland team. It's, but it's not, it's
1: not life or death, though. No, it's, it's, and that and that thought is all that, that thought doesn't matter how much you try to not think it. It's, the thought it's not life
2: or death, but the this Queensland team plays for their jersey. And they'd have enough motivation in ruining Paul Gallon's Day. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, in you know, really coming in there's this new breed and new South Welshman coming through. Yep. they'd really wanna stop their authority and fuck these kids in the head very early on. Uh, so I feel like I, they can get Moylan out of there anyway. I as long as I don't break him Just fucking be gentle um, I, I really Psychologically
1: destroy him For origin purposes But somehow keep the little Club spark
2: alive I, I think that Laurie Sheens Yeah Has take, Taken with one hand As he's given with the other You know he's made the smart move And put The attacking brilliance Of Tedesco In the Graham one. in Who
1: should have been in there Last time
2: Yeah he's brought Graham in Frizzleman Nizzle's in there In the starting lineup now uh, Snoop Frizzles in but it all goes to naught if there's not some actual fucking coaching going on Yep. as in, geez, over these two games we've scored on almost identical plays I wonder if we analyse Queensland's defence whether we've seen a weakness there and if we can exploit that further yep. Um, you know, bringing a non-experienced half which will only put more pressure on Maloney yep. Uh, and especially in Origin which is such a positional game not having a recognised dominant kicking game, yep. uh, I think, would be very, very dangerous for the Blues. Uh, the fact that Queensland still run out there with Matt Scott um, at leading their forward charge—he's mm-hmm. just a phenomenal player—and um, the fact that uh, we have Mister Fucking Robbie Farrell looks like he's buffering all the time. I think Robbie
1: Farris fucking been very vocal in the media this week talking about, oh, I'm still the, best, the best option. Written,
2: yeah.
1: oh, fucking, that's very gallon that talk, man. Fucking get over yeah. yourself, mate. It, think about the be- what's best for the team, not what's best for your fucking bank balance look, or you know, does, your fucking ego, he, son.
2: He looks like a fucking video you put on when you've got dial-up fucking internet and it sort of starts, stops, buffers, starts, stops, buffers <laughs> every time he's a dummy half. He picks the ball up, stops, starts, full speed, stops Full around. speed
1: play the ball, stops, it's, looks around. Uh, uh, uh,
2: uh, uh, yeah. uh, fucking schnitzel. Um, Look,
1: I'd like to see New South Wales win just for the sake of the kids, the yep. next generation.
2: Yep, definitely. Generational change is approaching, uh, and you want to start on the right foot. I think if it comes down to the wire, though, and and, and it's in a position where where Smith, Cronk, and, and Thurston can really control the game, mm-hmm. they'll do so. Yep, uh, and and really, really put this sword through us for the whole series yep and get rid of loz Absolutely absolutely fuck off Laurie daly and any any chance of him coming back to coach again after his colossal fucking selection fuck ups yep and his bullshit everyone deserves a swan song yep except the people i've dropped they don't deserve swan songs but these people do deserve swan songs yep. um ladidara, i don't know what i'm doing Yep.
1: Okay, Friday night football. Obviously short and origin affected short and round this week. Uh, the Eels take on the Roosters at uh
2: Pertec Friday night. Um based on what I saw last week, I Think the Roosters will win this game? Not having a, a whole bunch of yeah, and I mean like Origin disruptions. Guerra, Guerra, Guerra is a loss for them, but Ferguson certainly isn't. I
1: mean he's been he's, he's been absolutely diabolical at club level, especially Origin in defense. level. Like especially in defense. who fucking selects him other than the fact that some for some fucking magical reason he'd been ordained as an Origin player years ago, and and. And then, therefore, he's kind of, like, available and, and not was, injured, so you've sort of got to pick him. It was and- in that
2: time where all a player had to do to get into the, the origin speak was have a similar body shape, like that that big, long, big yep. wingspan, lanky, potential yep. high jump yep. when Izzy Folau was dominating. Yep. And yep. as soon as anyone had that body shape... Yep. Then, and that's how Tupu got his fucking origin jersey. Yeah. Um... Yep. No, uh, Black Ferguson's not a big loss, I think, the Roosters. Yeah, and I mean, for for, for the Eels, uh you know, you've got Manor and
1: Takarangi returning. Jeff Robson in the halves with Smooth Corey makes his uh, his first appearance for the club since, uh, well, years. When, when did he leave, leave him Probably 2012, 11? Mm-hmm. So, look, um, and they, of course, at lose Jennings, who inexplicably was selected for origin as well. Um, look, I think the Roosters showed enough to. to say to me that they probably could do it but the thing is the Eels they are still playing you know they're still playing hard and, yeah. the, and the Roosters are definitely not the Sharks no, so not. I mean if the Eels can race out to 18-0 they'll go on with it against these guys for sure uh, and with the steadying experience influence of Jeff Robson at the helm <laughs> fucking Mr. Dependable Mr. Reliable
2: the only way he's of any value in that
1: game what 2009 Premiership saviour of the side got him to the grand final what you time know. is it what time is
2: the game? Uh, 7.50 Okay, so it's a nice. So 8.20. The only fucking way he's of any use is if he rubs some fucking turtle wax on his dome and he <laughs> shines the light from his head into Kicker's eyes... Into Daniel Tupac. <laughs> in, into Mitchell Pierce yeah. as he's trying to fucking look where he's kicking and they all go out on the fall. That's yeah. the only value he brings to that team.
1: Doggies take on the Tigers Saturday night. ANZ Stadium, well... Eastwood back for the doggies. Eastwood back. Josh Jackson, they lose. He's who's, who's, who's fantastic in origin level. Yep. Clemmer, <sighs> they lose. Clemmer, then, yeah,
2: that's that's another loss for sure. And that's the thing. In, in that team, though, you look across that, they're losing two origin quality forwards. Yep. That forward pack still contains Graham, Ennis, Cassiano. They're, yep. They're, Salad. They're, they're a fucking very, very deep forward yep. pack um very contrasting very much contrasting styles of play yeah whereas the the bulldogs are, are a strength rolling machine the, the tigers are uh more based on on speed no, they're,
1: they're a tedesco fueled machine and he's not there because of origin yeah he's the not. other thing is Jordan ranking with the fullback and I saw a tweet today from someone saying that he's like rolled his ankle at training and in doubt yeah so yeah, yeah. look without without tedesco there's you know a good kicking game will have him fucked.
2: But they're playing the Bulldogs. And what's yeah. their kicking game been yeah. like for the last couple of weeks? Yeah, it's true. Well, the, yeah. I think that uh, over the last couple of weeks, I've, I've been impressed the Tigers have had some potency other than Tedesco. Like, he obviously scored some very, very good tries against Penrith and, and sparked. But he's the one who uh, when up. he was... He'll spark them, though. That's the thing. But the, like he's the, got to take the first step. The potential's still there for your Naguamas and those guys to put points on. And you remember at the beginning of the year when they didn't have Teddy there, those guys really sort of came into their own. Um... I think it's a good opportunity for them to stand up if they're ever going to do it. And I think Wests are a chance of taking this one.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Panthers take on the Sharks out of the muddy puddle Sunday afternoon, the Channel 9 game.
2: It depends. I think at the moment, Panthers
1: think they're playing... Earlier in this episode, this very episode, you said that you thought you were going to lose. Well, that's what I'm saying Despite all now, the origin
2: outs. In a witty, quipful way, that yep. the Panthers think they're playing gridiron and that... The field that takes the team, f- the team that takes the field first, are the offensive team, and then they all just clock off and wait for this defensive team to turn up, yep, and tackle to stop points in. Um, if we have taken a good long hard look at ourselves and how Penrith defended, yep, then yep, there' a chance we've got uh, the advantage. Not as much now because Moylan's back in camp. Um, Cardi's still playing in the halves. Uh, however, we uh, we get. The first look at Hartica, Hopefully. So what are back. you going to have as a fullback then?
1: Is Will Smith going to be fullback?
2: He'll probably I, be fullback, right? If, if it was my team, I would throw Hardiker in there at fullback. Yeah. Simply because that, that's his position of choice. And you would then assume that the positional play would be better than average. Yeah. You know, given Super League's a, a different beast. Yeah, and, Will Smith's done it heaps of times, like, though. Yeah, he has. More, you know, um, I'd I'd, get injured I'd put him in the halves. Yeah. I'd put Will Smith in the halves. He's, he's filled mm. in there. Getting G um, with it. Adequately. Before, okay. Uh, if it was my team, it's not. Um, but if, if there's some respect for defence and respect for holding the fucking ball, we're a chance in this one. But uh, but if we if we play like we did last week, then even an Origin depleted Cronulla going to run all over the top of us. Yeah, Harvey's a big problem for the Sharkies. But um,
1: yeah, I guess we'll see how it goes. Oh look, young Hastings. What about Hastings? Who's Hastings? Hastings doesn't play for this team. Um, time. no fucking. You think like New Brown? What's his name?
2: No, 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 no. no. Townsend? Uh, Townsend, Townsend, Townsend and Hastings I always get fucking confused. Yeah, Town-, um, Town
1: Townsend, he's fine and all, but I mean, he's better with Maloney. Yeah, he's,
2: he's like, better with like much better. Um, I think that he's he's a sort of player that would that would relish the opportunities. He's one of these new. new if they young don't concede teams. a lot of
1: points, I think that they you know they've got a really good chance of winning the game. Is yeah. it, but but I don't think that this is, goes back to the uh, the Cronulla sides. You know with. with yeah, you know, pre Maloney, where attack was a problem, their defence was decent, yep. and they could grind it out like a motherfucker. But as the team scored, you know, just a, even a reasonable he amount, scored of points, they couldn't push. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, look, he, he seems to be one of these new breed of kids who, who's not overawed by anything. Yeah, and would realise, okay, well, okay, it's my show now, and I'll, I'll talk them around. He seems very vocal. Yeah. Um, he, he puts enough effort into fucking slicking the, the Brill cream in his hair. Yeah. Before the game every week, so. Yep. And shout out Kurt Capewell makes his uh, first appearance
1: for the club, I believe. Canberra Raiders take on the Cowboys. Monday night footbitch down there in cold-ass Canberra on Monday night. Fuck that for a location. Um, okay, the Cowboys. The the halves. Cost Jason. And yep. Ray Thompson. Otherwise, wow. you know, they got they take a hit to the forwards as well, but Ben Hannon and Scott Bolton starting isn't exactly fucking... <laughs> Like yeah, they're not chumps Bolton. either. I mean, like Bolton's been around. Yeah, you know, he's been good for that team for, been for a while. Very
2: good, especially this year. Yeah. When you, when you look at that forward pack. Yeah. Ben Hannity's the the weak spot. And not the weak spot by any great. Just any expends great too language. much energy. It's to be um, fucking kids
1: and wives.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's just got to get his private life fucking settled down a bit. <laughs> too much time manually washing the magic underwear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it's not getting confused with Amish though. <laughs> work in the fields <laughs> no the Mormons have magic yeah. underwear yeah, yeah they have magic underwear yeah. Yeah, 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 but you're talking about the manually washing thing and I was like oh, what? Well, yeah, they're not like Amish Mormons oh, got- so, like- <laughs> no, I, I
2: just assume if you had magic underwear you wouldn't just be throwing them in with the lights and darks it'd be very fucking delicate if it's magic underwear it doesn't matter what you fucking throw it in with right
1: huh. it's magic isn't it <laughs> maybe that's not the magic shit probably doesn't even need to wash it since self
2: washes <laughs> I know stories of dual nation members whose magic things could not be washed in washing machines <laughs> Um. Yeah. Look for for Canberra a, a very fortuitous time to to cop the Cowboys. Um, yeah. And I think at home, on a Monday night, if cold is an advantage, then it's going to be an advantage over the team from the tropics more than than most others. And Canberra's
1: only changes. I mean, and, like Papali would have been playing for Queensland. However, he's injured. So it's like it's really it's. It's I, I, it's yeah. not much difference for those guys. It's at home and it's and it's definitely now that shitty time of year where it sucks to play Canberra. And Canberra and
2: with a bunch of guys out of position. That yep. that's the sort of defence that Blake Austin would be really looking forward to playing. I, I think he's going to have a very strong running game on the bench for the
1: Cowboys. I know nothing about the player, but Josh Chudley. There's a name. A Chudley. Wow, it's a very evocative name. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yeah, I think he's got it. He sounds, and, sounds like a porno actor. Yeah, th- Ex- exclusively in movies I, for
1: guys. It just—it seems. Like, dicks. Yeah, I don't know. Just he seems like the the he seems like the sidekick that doesn't get laid in like a teenage comedy romantic
3: comedy or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like the best friend of the fucking of the handsome guy. It's, it's
0: Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's basically Jonah. Hill. Like, and now that's who I imagine. He, that's who he looks like. I, Jonah need, I need
2: to see Jonah Hill running out. <laughs>
1: And like we're not talking about like you know like when he got skinny like for a couple of movies
2: 20, there we're talking like two jumps yeah <laughs> you just got Channing Tatum jealous
1: yeah exactly uh, and of course Broncos <laughs> Mighty Manly Sea Eagles the Storm Gold Coast Titans Knights Dragons Rabbits and Warriors all with buys. this full time episode 229 thanks for listening everyone as always you can interact with us on twitter so follow at TWI league, or also on facebook.com forward slash this week in league so hit the like button share the posts all that good shit um itunes we love reviews and we got one from our mate ben r47 eels Best at league podcast ever, five stars. If you love league, if you have trouble spelling the word league, I'm I'm just going to say, mate, I mean, it's not a typo when you do it a couple of times in a row. If you love league just as much as I do and don't have anyone to talk about it, you've come to the right place. Nate and Jay are funny and make me laugh so much. They've helped me out so much from answering my questions to just being someone to talk to about the NRL. Unlike other podcasts, they don't have Greenberg in their ears, so they say what needs to be said. (laughs) They're great guys, so join Tool Nation and become an X Factor today.
2: That's You're a great review. You're doing so fucking well. That's a great. That's you a great review. so well to that last line. That's, this, it's an excellent review. I loved it. Fuck. I wouldn't have changed a thing. But to my point last week, Tool Nation have got X Factor out of their system.
1: Yeah, except you- there was like about half an hour of this week in X Factor this week <laughs> <laughs> at the start of the show. Fuck, you've got a short memory, Dory.
2: No, no. no. I said <laughs> that they're over it. And there's going to be no more X Factor reviews. And you said that, oh, well, you've you've called it out now. They'll be on there fucking X factoring the reviews. No, I just would like.
1: I just like to say that iTunes does have a process where they don't put them on the site instantly. Perhaps it could be a delayed reaction. Next week is going to be shit ton.
2: No,
1: there is definitely there is an approval and vetting process. No. a moderation process for no. the reviews. And so you haven't seen the full the full juggernaut that's let, gonna hit you. Let me
2: just go and rummage through your kitchen to see if <laughs> I can get you any more straws for you to clutch at. A curly uh, one maybe. Um,
1: <laughs> and so yeah, I mean if if you are, you know, if you don't want to see the demise of X Factor, then by all means you've got plenty of time to just bombard Jay for the rest of the season. Um, and uh super coach at the moment. The Wendells, NZ underscore Magpie 54, The Pool Sharks, Ram and Robbo, who's dropped a couple of spots, Silver Foxes, Bobbers, Too Much Tuners, Far Q, all Fijian Eels and Dave's Doggies are the top 10. Tipping, Lemon takes the lead, uh, tied with David Kingston and Desi's Ducks. Whitey has dropped back one position, or one point, I should say, to fourth. Uh, then we followed up with uh, JB, Bulldog Wixie, Pud 99, Axe is on, SNS and and Norts. So we're looking at five points from top to 10th. And so that's actually, I think it's shrunk up a little bit. I think you've got like seven or eight the other week. So that's good. Um, and that's it. You got to get out of here. I knew You got a run. conference call. So let's end it there. Talk to you guys See next week. See you next week. week.